Hey guys, this is Jacobo and Jacobo's Words and Spoken. I first wanted to thank all of you guys for listening and reaching out to me about my podcast. I'm looking to continue making more because of all the good that's come out of it. Learning and getting to meet all these new people. It's an unforgettable experience. Today's podcast, I will be talking to two of my friends, Michael Epstein and Robin. Both don't know each other, but have a special place in my heart. This is the first podcast I put two people that have nothing to do with each other into a conversation. Again, thank you guys for listening and supporting, and I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Episode 7, rolling now. podcast we're doing right now i'm with epstein robin hello the one and only i shouted her out a couple podcasts ago so just introduce yourselves i'm robin i have a, I have a podcast of my own oh wow <laughs> listen to it it's called therapy and shit hi my name is michael <laughs> michael epstein Shameless plug. um i'm special but you know not that special so yeah people call me epstein so it's kind of funny because Robin and Epstein don't actually like know each other. They actually just met each other. Yeah. But I've known Epstein for like, I don't know, nine years of my life. And I've known Robin for a really good amount too. Like we've been talking for a long time. So it's really funny because I just connected them into one podcast and now they're talking, but they've actually never really talked to each other before. So it's kind of like first impression, first interaction being recorded as well. So it's, it's like interesting, you know? But uh, how's you guys' how's you guys' summer going? I mean, summer 2019. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's a good that's way to start. Great. Yeah, what do you up to? Tell us about it. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, I went to Europe. That was fun. I went to Paris, Barcelona, and Italy. But I lost. I was supposed to go to Venice and Rome, but I lost my passport in Paris, so I got stuck in Paris for an extra like three days because I lost it on a Friday. But, like, the place didn't open until Monday, so I was, wow. like, stuck there. No complaints, though, right? Actually, no, it was, Paris. like, amazing. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's it was, yeah, it was, like, a love story. Yeah, so. I, I, did my, I did my Europe trip last year, and that was extreme. We did, like, 13 cities or something, and you name it. We ran into everything. But we never missed a flight, never missed a train. Really? Wow. It was really hard. We, we, had a point, hard. we had a point in Paris where we partied with one of the, the girls that I knew back in high school. And then she happened to live in Paris, and then I hit her up, and I was like, hey, you want to meet up? And then we party with her the day before our train to Amsterdam, and we're sitting there <laughs> completely at, like, 4 o'clock, 4, 4 a.m., and our train's in the morning at, like, 9.30. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, we're going to have a really hard time waking up in the morning. We all set alarms, like 15 alarms for each of us. Oh my go to God. bed, and the person that wakes us up is the Airbnb guy to clean the place up. Wow. None and, of you guys woke up? Yeah, and here we are sprinting. We've, we always argue, and there's always a hassle to get from point A to point B. But that day, we were all just, like, packing whatever stuff we had. We didn't care whose stuff it was. We were just like, let's make sure nothing stays in here, and we'll figure it out on the, on the train. And we're just like, you name it. Like, we didn't even have our – you know how you have, like, the passes for, the train. like, the trains and yeah. stuff? So ours was like a deadline for that day. So we only had like a certain number or something and our numbers had ran out and we're here running like we have to get to across the city in like 30 minutes. And we're going through Paris and there's a little like 
you know, like the things that you have to walk through, they open up when you put a ticket in. Mm -hmm. They open up. Yeah. So we're running in, and I, one of my Did friends, one of my friends, Tanner, is just sitting there. He's like, "Mine's not working. Mine's not working." And, <laughs> and Sam, just behind him, just bodies the crap out of him. Oh he just, God. Like breaks through, through it. Through. Jeez. So it's wow. it was hectic, but I mean, those are those those are Europe stories for you. Did you have any hectic stuff happen to you? Anything crazy, crazy? <laughs> like soft fights, maybe. I'm trying to think, like, what did I even do? <laughs> like, I know what I did, but, like, not, like... Details. Crazy. No. No. No? No, I can't. What was your, like... I think of did you, like, did you get, like, culture shock by anything? Honestly, what I, like, liked about it, like, they're... Okay. I was thinking about it, like, why... You know how people are, like, oh, you always fall in love with Europe when you go. Like, yeah. everyone falls in love with the city. I was, like, thinking about it. I think it's because, like... You're, you spend like the same amount of money, like the economy is almost the same as it would be as a major city here, like New York or something, you would spend the same amount as money on the tourism stuff. But like the buildings and like the language and the people are like completely different. Like it's just so much more beautiful. Like the language is prettier and like the people are nicer. Like even though there are like kind of mean, they're like, they also like try to help you out. Like they're not like yeah. actually fucked up people. Like I feel like in America, like some people like, when, when they're mean, like, they're just straight up mean. Like, yeah. I feel like in Europe, like, they're also, like, still kind of nice a little bit. Like Yeah, I know what you mean. But, like, the buildings there are all, like, pretty. Like, but it, you would spend the same amount of money. So, it's, like, you could be living there econom economically, but, like, you're not. So, like, you fall in love. Like, you wish you were there. Yeah, it's just, like, something foreign. But it makes you miss home a little bit, too. Oh, yeah, I got Cause you. Homes oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell people all the time, like, yeah, Europe's amazing and all that, but the most amazing thing about it is you come back home and you love your home just a little bit more yeah just because you're like oh i was away from it and you the I mean, driving it's, comfort it's crazy comfortable it you know? too. yeah when i came back here and i tried to drive i felt like i was still driving in europe <laughs> like, like, i was like hella breaking <laughs> i was with davy yesterday because he just got back from georgia you know and he was driving the car and he was like literally like comment you were there with me he was like commenting he's like Man, I still think it's rules or I could just go in the middle of the line and like not give a fuck. And I'm like, no, no. that's not how it is, man. That's not yeah. how it is. Literally off the line going into the freeway. And he has to run it. It's like a hundred. Oh my God. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like this isn't like, what are you doing? Like <laughs> we weren't used to it. And he, just, he, like, he had to immediately put on the brake on the freeway because, you know. And he's like, oh my God, people. I forgot I was he's in. Like, he's forgot. like, this is yeah. America. Like, this is America. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you see that driving all the time. It's crazy. I still remember the day that we were we were in Naples and we had to fit like five guys in a car, in a taxi with a driver already. So four in the back. Yeah, and then our bags. Oh, oh my god. And our luggage in wow. a Fiat. Wow. Yeah, they have like small cars. Like everything small. And like you could just hear the car scraping from the bottom while we're squeezing <laughs> oh into this. And like we're just sitting there and I'm like, oh, I don't know what we're gonna do for the next 25 minutes while I'm in the car in the car while this thing's scraping like I don't know if this is even worth it for the guy <laughs> at that point I mean talk about using a taxi to its fullest abilities that's what we did it's true but it's insane that's but I mean it's a good experience I did not travel this summer I went to a speakeasy bar in Europe yeah that was dope speakeasy like what is so, that so you know when like alcohol was like prohibited yeah like they would have bars hidden behind like ice cream shops and like gelato shops and like, so, like secret kind of like secret bars like yeah. that people can get fucked up at so like 
you would walk into an ice cream shop and the well the one i went to was an ice cream shop at like a gelato shop uh-huh. and they had like a secret door that was like the fridge yeah. and you go behind it and it was like oh it was like so like all the, <laughs> it was they called it paradise and like all the walls were like they had like leaves and like all the drinks came out on like cool shit like like i have let me show you i had all my shots came on came out on like a chameleon like that's insane it was crazy see i've also i've seen a bar to where like the entrance and it was like really secret like everything was dark i've seen a i've seen a bar where the entrance did not like it was just a little small area where people were almost like huddled in you couldn't see any alcohol you couldn't see anything like that and there was this one oh, kind of like, like everything came out in like cool cups like that there was this one bookshelf area with two chairs and like a fireplace almost that people would sit on and it would like do that rotating kind of thing into this really cool like alcove of like a bar where like it was just it was just such a really cool concept speakeasy kind of thing where you know the original place wasn't what it seemed and then this like spinning wall took them to the actual bar yeah and it was just like such a cool such a cool vibe such a cool idea it really is so yeah yeah last summer was like just I love, don't get me wrong, I love traveling, but I feel like I had over-traveled. And it sounds crazy, but, like, I was, like, I need to stay home for a little bit, you know, like, not travel too often. Because it got to the point where, like, by the time I was in Georgia, like, I was over it. Like, I was over-traveling. I went London, Paris, Amsterdam, Florence, Naples, Rome, Budapest, Moscow. Georgia, I might be missing one. We were in Belgium for a little bit. Uh, we stopped in Turkey as well, but like we weren't there. Spain? Like it was just like there for a couple hours. No Spain. No Spain. I wasn't. Oh, I was in Spain before. Different trip. With my girlfriend at the time, I was in Spain before that, and I came back from Spain. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah, I came back from Spain and then had eight out like eight hours of a day, and then the next morning. Left. I had to leave. Wow. So my body was basically telling me to go fuck myself the whole you time. You were so jet lagged. My body just didn't know what time it was. It was like at that point they just shut down. It was like okay, whatever. We're just gonna sleep. We're just gonna us. sleep when you sleep. Yeah, like, when you tell us you want to sleep, it's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> but by the time I got back, it literally gave me a fat slap in the face and it was just like, don't do that again. Like relax. Like really, you know, that my- sounds like crazy fun. No, it was crazy fun, but my body was just like, do never jump from city to city <laughs> like that and then go back to Spain and do all this. Like you know, like. But I mean, if there was a time to do it, it was when I was young, you know, when yeah. I could suffer the consequences. Like, if you did that when I was older, wow. Wow. That would have been bad. Like, actually bad. But so, like, you would have never changed anything of the trip, right? Like, you. Oh, no, no, no definitely not. I loved how it was. I loved everything how it was. I think it was an overall great trip. I think it was extremely well planned. But I mean, we were planning it for over a year. Yeah. So. It's over mean, a year? Tanner, you know how Tanner is. Like, my friend Tanner, like, is such a dad about everything. He, like obsessive he basically it. made an itinerary Make with a plan perfect. A, plan B, and a plan C, and a plan D, and even a plan E for everything. Oh so he was it like... Took forever. <laughs> I mean, we were adding stuff to it. We were having meetings once a week about this Europe trip. So, like, it was extremely well planned, but we were guy friends. So we were just making a hangout and then, like, kind of like, hey, let's talk about Europe for, like, an hour of it, you know? And we had our parents in on it, and our parents were giving us tips, and then we were asking people for tips... Wow. And we did all the research you could ever ask. We all assigned each other a, a city. Oh, that's so cute. And then we researched stuff to do in that city and then planned it. That's like inspiring. I want to do that, but like girl trip. Yeah. Right. So like when mine was Budapest. And when I when we got to Budapest, it was like one of the last cities. So 
I planned mine to be like a chill ass one because everybody else's was a little bit hectic. So I was like, mine, my city is literally <laughs> dedicated to what I am in the group. Just relax. It's just partying and chilling out and yeah, exactly. sleeping and eating. Love and that. then Davey was like, I love you. Yes. yes. <laughs> like he was just like super happy. And I was also balling on a budget. So like, I didn't want to like go too crazy. When I got to my city, I was like, I just want to chill out. <laughs> Because we knew by the time we got to like Moscow, we had a place to stay because we were with Davy's parents and all that, Davy's family and all that. But before that, we didn't really have a lot. So uh, we were like balling on a budget. I didn't want to go too hard in one city and then not go. And I mean, the most expensive city we went to was literally the first one we went to, which was London, Yeah. which yeah. everything's in pounds and it's just extremely expensive and all that. So yeah. it just got like easier, I would say, because Budapest is extremely, it's like, I don't even know if they're using like Florence or, Florence or something. That's and it's like really cheap. Like you can get a, a meal for like five bucks, a full last meal. Really? And yeah, it was it was insane. Budapest was it was a good city, but oh. it was it was hectic. And we also ended up in the World Cup. So yeah, would have definitely not That's changed. Crazy. Oh my gosh, I watched the World Cup, USA versus France. Oh yeah, in Paris. That oh was really? Cool. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. Yeah. I watched it at like Must a, a like a war, like a watch party, like where they all like gathered. Parties. Yeah, that's what it I did for the world crazy. the final World Cup final of men's. Damn. I was outside right when they won everything just started raining it was and fun because America won and everybody was good spirits everybody was good spirits so everybody was just like jumping up in the oh, rain and just going crazy I was like what ours was America won and French hate America. they're mad so they're and mad. like all the Americans were just like running around the park and there was like like fucking five of us like <laughs> like my family and like two other families like just running around like fuck that's yeah. actually insane like, yeah no I I had I wouldn't have changed anything but I just said, like, I just, I got to a point where I wanted to take a break from traveling for at least a little bit until I, like, until it calls me, you know, until I'm like, I want to go traveling again. Oh, I want to see a place. Like, there's still so where many places. Ooh, good question. Where am I going to next? I have a bucket list, but there's a lot of places I like a lot, but I would say Bali. Oh, my God. I was just going to say Bali. My friend Hannah wants to go to Bali so bad. Bali. I've always wanted to go to Bali. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm super intrigued by it. Yeah. And recently I was, uh, I was, I was helping some people with the podcast and they were talking about Bali, like their company ran out of Bali that did that somewhere and all that. They were talking about it. And I was like, damn, I always wanted to go to Bali. Like always like, cause I'm really well traveled in Europe. I'm really well traveled in South, mm, kind of South good America, enough, yeah. like good enough. Like I've been to Mexico, I've been to Colombia, I've been to like, I've stopped places and stuff. So like, I know it, like I could still be more traveled there but never the Asian countries. So Tokyo, Bali. I've been like, to the Philippines. Really? That was crazy. How was that? It's crazy. I went, um, cause my mom's from there. So we went back to see her family for like a month. Uh-huh. It's crazy. She, cause she's her, the area she's from is like, I mean, it's a developing country. Like it's like third world. Yeah. Third world. So, and the area she was from was like, not like very rich, but she, but so like it's like crazy going back there because it's like completely different. Yeah, yeah. It's that that was like my culture shock. I think my over than yeah. Europe. My favorite part about my Europe trip was all the culture shock I got to see in like my friends' eyes, like some of them, like Tanner's eyes when he first saw Metro, his oh, face. The, honestly, going on the Met, that was my first time too. <laughs> like him yeah. communicating with people in foreign countries, <laughs> the same as the United States, and just like seeing him struggle. I'm like. It's so hard. Just seeing so much culture shock in another person's eyes is so great. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, one of the best feelings in the world. That was, like, my little sister. Yeah, you just see it, you're like, 
like you just laugh like all you can do is just be like oh my this is so enjoyable to watch it was yeah, kind of funny insane. when we went to europe with my family it was so hot and um we all were like it's kind of funny we were all struggling to like get around anywhere but we couldn't get mad at each other because we were there was like 15 in like my family there was a lot of us getting around like places and it was hard to get places because there were so many of us and like we had a two-year-old to like a seven-year-old like my grandpa so it was like super slow mobbing everywhere and yeah. it was like everyone was frustrated and hot but like we couldn't get mad at each other because we're like all equally miserable and like we all just had to like equally get drunk at the end of the night like we're just like <laughs> we're like i'm just so tired of walking everywhere like that's hilarious <laughs> kind of fun yeah. Wow. yeah i mean i've had it all because i have i've traveled with my family and then one of my friends, it was so different because it was just like, and it's a guy group. So we don't like hold grudges. We're not mad for too long. But when we got mad at each other, it'd be like for like 30 minutes and we'd have to still be like sitting next to each other in the plane or like yeah. something like that. Like you're stuck a, with each other. There you're wasn't like, a lot of arguments. I'm not yeah. going to say like our friend group fought a lot. There was maybe like a total. It was three. like you guys bicker about like. Yeah, bicker about stuff, argue on what yeah. restaurant to eat at. Like, yeah, you know, like, it was like things like that, yeah. Or like, oh, like who's in the shower next? Like just like little stupid things. But like. It's things you realize that, like you're kind of. If fighting. I was with any other person, I would have fucking hate this. Like we would not get along this well. Like you realize how well, I realize how well our friend group was like put together when we went on the trip because we didn't fight that much. And I had been on other like other trips with other people where I see two other, two people fight on the trip and they just constantly fight and they're like we're never going on a trip again together. Oh my gosh, you guys should do an escape room. So what's fun about my job is I get to watch oh, yeah. people. Oh, is rooms. that what you do? She was so I work, just telling yeah. me this. I work at escape room and wow. I get to watch people and it's fun watching couples because like some of them, they fight like hardcore, like when they can't figure a puzzle <laughs> out. And then there's like, there's like other couples who like kind of like work together. And it's like, well, you got to see how that, you got to see how they think, right? You see. Yeah. Like I get to watch groups and... like function. It's kind of fun to watch. Like, yeah. That's actually there's so like, dope. There's like some people who like, there's like some families who like get into it and I'm like, like, I'm watching on the security camera with my headphones. I didn't like, even know what an escape room was. <laughs> really? And then she explained it. It's like one basically, like, it's basically like a game. Like, yeah. where you find things, how to get out of, out of a place. They're fun with the right people. I, I didn't even I've know that. a couple. Yeah, I've done a couple. And, I mean. You think we could do it? Oh, for sure. Really? Yeah. I you mean. You get out of it? Like, like, you have to understand, if you do it with someone that, like, you're close with, like, your brother's with, like, then it becomes a whole different situation. You're not going to, like. Fine, you're just gonna, I'm gonna like, test work it. as like a brain. Me and my I'm gonna bring all the guys there. I'm gonna and bring like, like, our brains morph together. Exactly. One, yeah. You work together. I'm gonna bring like all the guys there because we're like so. Like again, we did really well in Europe, and like the thing is, we had an itinerary. And the thing is, me, Davy, and Keon, we go with the flow. Like we don't really care about much. The only two people that argued a lot was Sam and Sam and Tanner because they're the type of people to like. They have opinions. They have opinions. They're very opinionated, which is a great thing to have. Because it was me. If it was me, Davy, and Keon, we're literally just be like, "Floating, go. All right, let's go over there. Let's go over there." Like floating, exactly. We just like little social butterflies going wherever, you know. So like Sam and like Tanner kind of created that like, like laid the hammer, yeah, like like strictness. Like we got time, we got this, like blah blah blah, like that. Itinerary says this, blah blah. Itinerary says this. You know, Tanner the same. He's like, guys, it's not on the schedule. So we have a little bit of everything, and like we're all. we're not the same at all. Like, none of my friends are the same at all. They're completely different each way. And so the way we think is we, like, when we got, like, because, for example, Sam and Tanner, they don't really get along that much because they're very opinionated. 
But when they were on the trip, we realized that they were actually got along extremely well because like when they get together and they're working, functioning well, the whole group's functioning extremely well. But when so, they're fighting. So yeah, I feel like if we did an escape escape room, it would be really, really I think I think it's it would be like testing us. I think it's super simple. It, it all stems back to like the originality and the fact that the way that you basically met and that you basically connected was through like the same water polo team. And already there off the bat, once you were on like the same team, you had to think together and work together in a way that while it's growing unique. your friendships, unique. it's unique, exactly. So if you were to bring this to like an escape room to another kind of game, like that mentality yeah. that mentality would come right back. It would come back, yeah. And each person's strengths would be shined and would the weaknesses be would be brought up too. I don't know. I think, I don't know. It would be really interesting. We do like, we have a lot of like what we did. Like we do conspiracy theory things and like we look them up and then we try to like break them down a lot. And like, for example, we just did a recent one with like the guy Epstein. <laughs> yeah, that's his last name. But like the guy that Epstein, you know, like Jeffrey Epstein thing that like. The pizza gate. It was like Pizza Gate, yeah. Yeah, you told me about this one. Yeah, and we basically, I remember I told you we did yeah. a podcast and like we basically did a podcast where we spit conspiracy. I never released it because it was really bad audio and stuff, but um, basically we broke down a conspiracy theory theory to each one of us so like if, let's say i assign one to each one of you guys you pick one mm -hmm. and you have to present it to us but show us both sides huh. and like our friend group has always done stuff like that and that's why i think we're like really good at just overall listening and like we know our like learning kind of like how we learn like if i like if tanner was like, each other's like yeah exactly like how mentality. we yeah how we learn how we teach like we just understand each other really well like front and back so yeah. like i know if i'm gonna tell my friend something I have to tell some, like, I know how to tell each one of them something to teach them it or, like, to work with them. They're all like completely how it's different. Individualized. Exactly. So I feel like our friend group, the really good thing about us is that we all know each other, like, equally as well. And in a lot of friend groups, like, for example, the one we have right now, you don't know him as well as you, you know me, and I know him as well as I know you. And in my friend group, is the same way. Like, my all my friends were connected through me in a way. Like through water polo, like me and Davey, me and and then like Sam was connected through Davey, but then me and Sam got closer to each other by hanging out while Davey was in whatever, Russia. like Russia, Georgia, and then me and Sam went to the same college together, so then we got closer, and then me and Keon were always close, and then Tanner and Keon got closer because they started hanging out together too, so then we all had our individual hangouts, which made us closer to each other, and then when we're all back together, you can see kind of how well we bounce off of each other. Yeah. And then now it's gotten into like a stupid chemistry where we're just, oh, don't get me wrong. Like I still haven't been able to do a full podcast with them because we still completely <laughs> scream over each other and yell and argue. <laughs> but of course it's a friend group. Like it's super real. Like I was with Epstein yesterday and we were hanging out with Keon and Davey. I'm like, this is the realest of hangouts I get to. Like super real. We're just spitting out whatever we want to spit. And like, we're not filtering, filtering at all, each other at all. Like, yeah. We disagreeing consistently. We're agreeing consistently. Yeah, yeah that's like, like me and Trevor. Exactly. Yeah. Like when you have a real friend, like you just consistently argue, consistently agree, and then you just love each other. You're like, bye, I love you. Yeah, and like then, okay, bye, see you later. <laughs> exactly. But that's how, like, I don't know. Traveling is a <coughs> huge test. If you ever have like a significant other, or like friends that you don't know if you should be really good friends with them, fucking travel. With yeah, like take an LA trip or something. You will realize. After two, like two weeks of them traveling, or even like a couple days, if you guys really correlate, or if you guys really don't, when you guys have to wake up together, when one of them's not up and you have to wake them up, 
when one of them like wants this food but you don't want that food like yeah. you guys are gonna disagree oh, and yeah. then agree and like our group was so like quick to it okay disagreement disagreement agreement all right vote and then that and the other thing i love about my group is we don't pick sides when we when we argue like no one like fights no one picks or, sides no one, really no one at all yeah like if one of, one of the two guys are fighting they hear both of our sides out and they're like i think you guys should apologize and talk to each other that's what they say always and they never pick sides and they kind of just let us talk to each other about it. And they might pick sides while they're in front of me. Obviously, they might be like, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like, they're not going to disagree with me. But when it comes to it. It's not like it, behind your back. Yeah, so like, it's like it's just like, in, like it's just being there as a friend. And then when we get together, like nothing. You know, we don't ever picking sides on that. When we argue, we've just done that without just, seamlessly, you know, like without even like thinking so about it. My friend groups are like, I keep my friends separate. So like. Friend groups or? Friends. In the friend group. Like my friends, so I have, like, I have like my best friends are ever Hannah, Katrina, and Grace, and then my cousin Jasmine. But she's like my family, so like family friends. Fa- yeah, family. Yeah. I have it's family like, friends. It's too. Like, like different family, but friends. But yeah. Homies, yeah. Like so, I feel like that just goes way back. But I keep my friends separate because it's like um, they all offer something completely different. And I'm sure if we all get together, it would be cool. But you know, when you understand one friend's the, like you understand I understand the way ever works in front of people and then I'll understand the way my friend Hannah works in front of people and it's like completely opposite yeah oh, like so. like ever is um as like yeah she has like a low tolerance of people like you know like she'll get annoyed if somebody somebody's stupid for too long and like I feel like that's it, see, it sounds normal when you like say it like no everyone but like I, I, I know all my friends' tendencies. They all have, like, some sort of... Yeah, it's like, you can tell when she's getting annoyed versus, mm-hmm. like, my friend Hannah, who's, like, the most loudest, dumbest person ever. And if you put them in one room, like, they'll probably, like, want fight. to fight each other. But with yeah. girls, it's different because girls don't that's get why, along. That's why it's, like, so different. Girls like, don't I'm, get along well with each other all the time. Like, if a girl, like, gets, like, kind of mad with other girls, kind of... Like, I've seen it a lot. Like, you can't intertwine girl groups a lot. Yeah, because they hard. will literally start beefing with each other because they just they get really tribal with each other. With guys, at least the guys that I know, like they don't really get tribal that much. Like as, unless there's a girl in the middle, unless there's a girl in the middle, they don't really get tribal that much. Like they get really very like it's like hard with girls. Like they say they don't, yeah. but they're super 100%, passive, so passive aggressive. But it's like the friends I am, like friends, like my friends hand, like the friends I do have, like they're also too, like they're super real, like. They'll, oh, tell me, they'll tell me straight up. So it's like, yeah. they're passive-aggressive. It's like they're passive-aggressive with, yeah. like, other people. Yeah, and girls, like, will not like a girl and then hold a grudge on it. Guys don't hold yeah. grudges. I've never seen a guy hold a grudge. I've had people that come into our group and, like, we hang with that with them and, like, we'll, let's say we'll party with them and they, like, do something super obnoxious, just super, like, fucked up. The most that happens is, like, someone fights it out. Like, they just, like, maybe, like, push each other, shove each other. Like at the basketball courts when they're playing and like they get into a fight and then that's it. And then they're like, I don't really like that dude. But like when they see them again, they're like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Like they never hold grudges. But when girls girls, judge each other, girls hold grudges. Like that girl, last time I was with her, like interrupted me the whole time. Like I'm not hanging out with her again. Like guys aren't like that. Like I tell a homie that I know he clearly doesn't like the other guy. And I'll be like, oh, I'm hanging out with this guy. Hey, you want to come? And then like they come. Completely normal. Like, they're completely, like, whatever. What's up? The guys are willing to, like, let it slide with other guys. Like, the only time that guys start holding grudges is with girls. Like, when they're, like, 
when a girl hoards him or something, like, oh my god, that girl, like, never again, like, <laughs> never again. But I've always seen it with guys and guys, like, they never hold grudges. And if two guys don't get along, which is not like that, because all my friend group is really open-minded, so <laughs> none of them are like, yeah, like that. But I mean, even with that, like, we still talk to each other right after, you know? Yes, dude. Like, I had this guy that I played, that I played league with, right? I played, I played video games with them. And then, like, I suck at this game. Like, I've never played this game. Like, it's my first time playing. I've been playing for years, you know? And I'm playing, and I'm obviously, like, trash. kind of hard. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm obviously trash at the game. And, like, they were getting mad at me and, like, criticizing me. And, like, he, like, rage quit yeah. because of me. And I was, like, he's being a bitch for rage quitting, you know? Like, I'm not. I'm going to be straight up honest. I'm, like, but then right after, he gets on Discord again. And I'm not going to hold a grudge and be, like, oh, you're fuck you, bitch. Like, I'm not going to say that. I was just like, hey, what's up? Like, and then he even calls us out because he's super real. He's like, you guys hate each other. And like, we're like, we don't, we don't hate each other. We love each other. Like, we, just, we just mess around, like, just because we know we were peeping. But, like, now we're just like, whatever. We love each other. You Bro, know? I was snapping him pictures of you. And he's like, this is fuck. But it's like, it's always, like, playful. Like, playful fighting. It's with girls, it's like. It's all like that, real. <laughs> all that stuff gets taken personally. With guys, it's like, a guy says. Well, I think it's just, they're so much more emotional. Yeah. Girls are way more. Yeah, that's true. It's hard. It's hard. And to I'm like, a very emotional person, yeah. but I don't let it, like, with other guys, when other guys talk to Girls me. Girls have 40 more, 40 exactly. more, yeah. like, whatever it's, hormones. Yeah. What? 40% more hormones than men. Huh. Naturally. That's, like, not including menstrual cycle time. Yeah. Ooh. I don't even know what goes on during that that's time. A, I don't a, know the science of that. <laughs> I feel like that just goes off the charts for, like, <laughs> Every no, I've like recently been watching this show called Euphoria, and like it's like a new show, like a new HBO show that people have been talking about. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. And I binge watched it with my cousins like this last past week, and I was just like, is it good? It was showing kind of like our generation. It's like 13 Reasons Why, but more real with our generations. Yeah, it's really good. But the thing I realized is that like, what girls and guys are like really different in their own ways, and like not even that. It was just like the way people think is very different. Like, the way one person thinks is completely different than the way other people think. And in certain, like, ways that you connect them, they can get along. But if you put a wrong person in a wrong place, like, you cannot have them get along. Specifically with girls, like what you said, like, to not intertwine them, it could be, like, probably the best thing you do. Because, like, they don't get along. And that's what I learned, like, before in high school, like, when I did intertwine my friend groups, like, it got messy. Like, like, girls who didn't, like, and I, I'm, like, pretty in my own world and like you know i don't really like drama like i don't really get involved so when i didn't really know that like girls don't like each other like i didn't know that you guys were beefing like it's not my business like so when i put them together it's like oh like sorry like <laughs> like my bad like sorry i don't pay attention to anyone yeah you're like <laughs> the most laid back girl i've ever met though so because i i see you see you probably just like get along with everyone and then like when you yeah and then i accidentally put them in the same room and i'm like oh like Sorry, my bad. Just get drunk. Hopefully, guys like each <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that's how it, that's how it's. I just started realizing that there's a lot of different ways people think, and then you just can't intertwine them all the time. You just, sometimes you have Some to. Some people like, just don't. Make with guys, it's easier. That's it. With guys, they just like we'll get along. You go, hey, we're all playing basketball, and like, oh, let's go. Like it doesn't take a lot of getting along to play basketball with a big crew. You know, yeah. like yeah. you just get them all together, and that's it. Like they're not. They're all gonna get along. And with girls, it's not like that because with girls, you guys are talking about your guys' emotions, you're talking about your guys' relationships, and like you can't throw everyone into a conversations like that. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm like that with guys. Like I talk about my relationships, my lot, my past, my all that. But I'm like, I was literally raised in a family of all girls. So I'm like that. That's not, yeah. But I've realized it when I'm with other guy friends and I start saying that. They're like, bro, why are you talking about this? <laughs> why are we like right. fucking watching sports? Are we like, feels right now. <laughs> why are we like not eating food? You're like fucking going to the beach or like. <laughs> Doing something, Being you know. A manly man. Yeah, like I don't know. Checking out girls. Like, why are we doing this? And I was like, I'm sorry, but that's how it is. Like, guys don't really do much when they hang out. Like, I don't even. What do What do girls do when they hang out? Actually, I'm not even comment on that because I don't really know. Girls. Well, so I have like one of my friends, Katrina. She's like, um, a, she's really into like um social media. Like, she's a YouTuber. Like, yeah. Into like instagram like that kind of lifestyle so when i hang out with her it's like we're taking pictures we're being like girly girls like we're shopping like (laughs) we're watching we're going to the movies like things like that um but with hannah it's like she's she's more kind of like me like laid back like kind of down for whatever so when i go to her house we're just like kind of hanging out and talking about our lives go to the beach like like, me and her like we kind of like we'll go on like paint dates like things like that yeah Normal, I feel like normal friend stuff. And then, like, me and Ever kind of, like, I don't know, like, sit in your room and gossip. And just talk. Just talk. Like, you just talk about, your, like. Just be with each other. Yeah, just talk. I don't know, like, normal friend stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Me what. and Ever have, like, painted our nails together. Like, I guess, like, do you do the girly stuff together. I don't even know what we do when we hit I there. feel like guy, guy <laughs> stuff is, like, playing games. That, like, guys would play games Sometimes. Video or games. there's like any like sports or something. Like you 2K watch is definitely sports. a thing. That's, 2K is definitely Like that's a manly thing to do. Like girly girly stuff. You would like go paint your nails. You go like, yeah. shopping. Like, you yeah, do that two, stuff. 2K is a move always. Yeah, but we like to also just sit and talk. For yeah, sure. we that's actually huge. talk a lot. Yeah. Especially like with his friend group that, that he's talking about. Like they for sure just sit and just spew about whatever. And like anything that they're thinking about at that moment, yeah. like to hear yeah, everyone's I perspective. Can, like, smoke and talk about like our lives. We get like physiological, like, like forever. Physiological, like especially when you're. I don't know. I don't know. What, are you, what is philosophical? That? Philosophical, you know, like philosophical questions and like. But that's those are fun. Those are like those are really fun because like I don't know. It's like twelve a.m. and like you guys are all like kind of like woozy and tired and, like, and just like you talk about crazy stuff. And then we just like hey, look at like stars like you ever think about aliens i don't know it's like, like literally like that, you know, like, literally yesterday we were talking about like global warming and like I, I don't know we were talking about like making bottled air companies and stuff like that and trying to save the world and stuff it was it was just a we weird, were just talking about like priorities like, like a weird our national what our national priorities should be like like taking care of the planet taking care of this and then like it just spews off you know because someone just throws a comment mm-hmm. yeah and my friends are the type of friends to like at like bring in or like butt into things that you would never think someone would butt in like get out of that conversation like you know like they'd be like they talk. always contribute they always like but in a weirdest way like that's what i love about it because like for example my friend davy like he'll say the thing that you would not like the most left field thing you would never think about you're like out of nowhere whoa what that's actually such, such a sick thought yeah. and i'm like that's that's insane like i i like did never think of that and he's like yeah what do you think about that and i'm like I don't know. Like, <laughs> like damn, I'm stupid. Like, well, I'm just like, whoa, that was like completely like he just thinks outside the box, and I'm like, whoa, that's insane. That's actually like, I never thought about that. And then, then, and the way, the way my friends story tell is extremely well too. Like, I 
there's nothing I love more than when a person storytells oh, yeah. completely well. And like, for example, my friend Davey, he's <coughs> such a great storyteller. Like when he explains his story, he puts you like in that moment. Oh my God. And he like, totally. he puts you like in that moment and he, every little detail that he sees, he puts out, but the way he sees it. So it's like fun to see the way he sees it. Cause like, you, you know, see Davey, through like, his eyes, like, yeah, it's the like way he's living sees, his life the way he lived it. Yeah. It's, it's and that's really that's a talent. Funny. That's a talent. I think, yeah, right? storytelling is really hard. I'm yeah. really bad at it. I am horrible. My family gets fun at me all the time. They say I talk. I get just dis- I get distracted when I talk. So I tell like seven stories. And then you're like, ooh. Look. Yeah, like, you know how I, I am. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I tell like seven stories. In I just go on and on about a story, and I can never get to the point. And then yeah. my friends are like, get to the point. They're like, you have five minutes to say this. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, fuck, I forgot. Because <laughs> I forget to add fat things. Like, because the thing about Davy is he he's really good at picking up the important things. And putting them all in a pile, and then making sure he tells you them in chronological order. Me, chronological. I just want to tell you everything at once. Yeah, chronological <laughs> order. Yeah. So I'll be going in it, telling like a story about like maybe like me and him playing water polo, and then I'll forget about the fact that like we ate like a fat buffet before that, and I'll be like, wait, 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 before I tell you the last <laughs> about the last second goal, we ate like a bunch of McDonald's or like some shit like. And then you're like, buffet why? About this. And, like, <laughs> that's why it's like, why would you say that? All the way now, like, just like it, you know? all the way now, like now, like I want to hear the end of the story, and then I'm like, oh. I think the funny <laughs> thing about Davey though is that he's like also really good at stopping people from cutting him off. Yeah, like you'll try and say anything to like get clarity or even to ask him a question, and be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, He's like, chill. He wants you to hold. He wants to. He wants to like give it all to you before you like actually. He knows what thought process you're gonna go to, so he wants you to think through those thought processes before you give him. Before he gets to the climax. And sometimes to be like... <laughs> and there's always a climax to Sometimes story. to be extra funny, you're just trying to like question him halfway so that he just like forgets his train of thought, but then he just freaks out and goes like, chill out, bro. Let me chill tell out. it to you. Like, <laughs> like, let me just tell you how it goes. Like, he's like, just listen, just <laughs> listen. I'm like, okay, I, okay, I'll listen. Exactly. But he always tells himself perfectly. I need to get better at storytelling. Yeah. Like I honestly do because then I can explain my stories better. And I still do, but... I, the thing about me is I just tell my stories to my friends millions of times and they finally get the full story and then they start laughing. They're like, that's such a funny story. Yeah. And I have good messages. It's just like, I'm really bad at getting to the point. I just want to say every little detail and I don't know which one's important and which one's not. <laughs> and that's what Davey's really good at, just knowing which one's good at. Yeah, at least you can freestyle and he can't, so. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. That's true. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult. But it's honestly... It comes down to just communicating more and just telling more stories in a way that you can say them well. Because the thing about me is I just want to say every little detail, but I get caught up in my words. So I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to like I get caught up in my thoughts too. Yeah. Like I have like too many thoughts to like to choose from to like. I can't Process. silence. Like, yeah, I'm like, okay, which one should I actually say? <laughs> What's my like, word? I can't silence the mind. At all. Yeah, like, it's there's horrible. like seven thoughts in my brain at once. Sorry. <laughs> like, sometimes I'll be talking to like my sister or like my friends. Be like, okay, hold on. You have to like give me a second. Let me like restart my story. Like, or you like you get so fumbled in your words. I have to like start all over. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. I have like way too many thoughts going on. I just need to pause more when I talk. Just speak slower. Like, think about it. And, Cause later I right just before, like don't really think about what to say. Like right before we were talking about this, like one of the things that that's wrong with my podcast that I've been doing a lot is they say like, like. every single second. Same. <laughs> and when I'm getting too caught up in my thoughts, instead of pausing like I am right now, I'll be like <laughs> like 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 like, and then I'll realize myself saying it, 
and it'll make me panic and just say like even more. And I'm just trying to stop it. And then I just stay quiet. I'm like, okay. It's just shut up. That's so that's a bad part about me is I can't when I get nervous and talk, the problem isn't with me getting too quiet, is I start just talking nonsense. Like not necessarily nonsense nonsense, because like, I haven't done it on my podcast yet, but I just start saying like a lot or I just get like too caught up in my thoughts and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And I just keep talking, 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 and I don't shut up instead of just being like, <coughs> just shut up. I don't know what to say. To, you <laughs> just, know? just like, just stop. <laughs> yeah, just stop. I should just be like, all right, you're like, never mind. Yeah, and I've gotten better at that. I'm just like, now when I'm in a conversation and I'm just getting caught up in my words, I'm like, okay, I'm going to pause real quick. Think about it. You yeah. can talk or chime in or if you don't, you can stay quiet. I start to notice when I like get, I get caught up by like, I will repeat the beginning of the sentence like seven times, and then that's when I know like I can't get my. I'm like, okay, I'm, my brain's stuck. Like I have like so many. Just move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, you can't get that. And sometimes I'm like, sorry guys, you just don't get to know that thought. Like <laughs> just keep moving forward. Must have I can't say it's that. It's not meant to be. If, yeah. if it's not coming out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. And I mean, when I'm with all my friend group too, it can be difficult because like, when you get. Because, I mean, we're all talking, we're all chiming in, we're all just yapping in front of the table, for example. And then, out of nowhere, everyone has your attention. And, you, you know, like, everybody looks at you, you're like, oh, God, what to say? Like, you just lose track of it. You're like, oh. Oh, my God, fuck, everyone's looking at me. Because <laughs> you're so caught up in talking about with everyone. And then you're like, wait, hold up, I need to tell everyone something. And then everybody looks like, yeah, what's up? And you're like, whoa. You're like, wait. I everyone actually <laughs> listened to me. Yeah. Imagine, that, imagine that feeling, like, instead of just four of your best friends and you get caught up, like, doing that in front of a stage of like oh thousands gosh. of people oh yeah that's horrible and, and you think about it speeches? sometimes depends on how prepared i am on it i am but the same thing happens like i get caught like up you get nervous. Like a lot. it obviously gets to your brain at yeah. some point or i say like a lot or like you stutter i'm not, subs- like, I'm not like well educated on the subject or it's really bad when someone like chimes in and it you off. throws you off. Yeah, it throws me off on something like. I love Sam to death, but my friend Sam, he's gonna. Cut sometimes he will chime in, and he'll correct me. Grammar, I love him for grammar correcting me, but <laughs> he'll grammar correct me, and he'll throw me off of my story, and I'll be just confused because I'll be thinking about what grammar mistake I made, and I'll be like, "Oh, I said that." I'll say like so much instead of so many or something like that, and he'll just be like many or much, and I'll be like. I was giving a speech one time in front of, like, my entire senior class, and somebody chimed in, and it threw me off, and I, like, forgot every... I was, like, in front of them, and they, like, were, like, why does it cost so much? And I was, like, uh, I was, like, bro, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say anymore. Like, (laughs) like, why does it cost so much? (laughs) (laughs) And that, yeah, that's what happens with me. And it happens with me in presentations, too, or with speeches, especially, because... For example, at the end of my waterfall career in high school, I had to say a speech. And every time I write a speech, <laughs> I'm really good at saying speeches, don't get me wrong, but like, I never say what's on the paper. And I go through the paper and then I just get thrown off. Like the paper just completely gets thrown out the way. And like whatever I wrote down is completely not basically like structured. It's not structured. And that's what happens with me. Like my talking is not structured. You should um, write bullet points. Yeah. My, my, well, like, when I write speeches, a lot of people, like, will, like, write them, like, you know, like, you kind of just write them out. Yeah. But, like, to remember a speech, because I never could, I would always, like, lose track of, like, the end of a speech, but if you remember bullet points instead of every single line. Yeah. 
that helps. Well, that helps me that at more. least. I have to do that more when I interview people. Like, like you remember like, the main idea instead of like exactly the details. It's not even. I need to write like questions. Like for my podcast, for example, if I'm interviewing someone, into because this is more like casual, so it's fine. But like, if I'm specifically interviewing someone, like someone, for example, when I did the Jumpy podcast, when it's a big artist that I'm trying to interview, or like Matthew, who owns a business, or someone like that. Or Chris Chan, for example, I need to write more bullet points so that if it gets paused and when we have nothing more to talk about, I can just go to the next question. Now you can make, uh, like, that's what, like, most podcast people do. Like, Joe Rogan, when he asks questions, he looks down and he's like, okay, what, what do you think about this? Or, like, I wanted to move on to this. And then I can just move on to it. And it's not that I ever get stopped. Do you have a journal? I have a podcast journal. I have thoughts that I write down, but I never pull it out. That's the thing. Because, like, you a lot of the times they're, like, super out of, like, they're out of the blue. They're out of the <laughs> tips and tricks. <laughs> Pull it out. <laughs> yeah, they're out of the they're out of the blue. Like, they're literally out of the blue. Like, they're... You just... I don't know, dude. You just need, like, stimuli, I guess. You need something to, like, remind your brain and, like, yeah. wake it up. Well, I keep my podcast journal with my podcast mic. Boom. Perfect. That way, like, if I ever have an idea, it's, like, right yeah. there. That's just, yeah, that's smart. And if I ever ha- am recording and then I get an idea while I'm doing it, it's, like, there, too. Yeah. Together. That's that's what I need to do more because I need to ask questions that if I do get stumped. Like I don't get stumped that much, but I feel like sometimes I like kind of stop and I'm thinking and then I ask a question that's not as good as one could be. And I'm just stuck there and I'm like, just damn it. right after I ask you, I'm like, oh, not that good of a question. <laughs> and yeah. if I had a question written down, I would, it was well thought out. It's obviously going to be good and a good way to move on. And it just digs deeper. It's like the difference between a, a basic question and a really in-depth question is an in-depth question makes you think. Yeah, like not a closed-ended one where it's just yes or no. And I feel like I ask those a lot of the times. And I fix myself with it because I'm like, oh, in what way? Or like I say, oh, what? Or this. But I need to start it off in the beginning because then, therefore, it's more talking about them. Because mm-hmm. then sometimes during my podcast, it's kind of stuck on me talking and then just me going on about it. You know, and right now. Well, yeah, like right now, but like, but in a way right now it's casual because I'm explaining something, but like if, for example, if it's like Chris Tran, for example, like I'm talking about his company, the podcast is about his company mm-hmm. or like overcoming depression, like what my podcast is a lot about or like anxiety. And sometimes I'm talking about mine and it's not bad. Like I still want to chime in and all that, but I want him to talk like triple what I talk Yeah, that makes in sense. a podcast, at least in that case. In this case, I don't care where it gets evenly distributed. I don't really care who it talks most. But in a podcast where it's interviewing someone, like it should it be, about to them. be more, It needs to be more about that. You know, them. like like yours is really good because you have that chemistry with your sister and like with the people you do it with, and you kind of just chime in whenever. And then you're really good at transitioning this thing. Very like, I don't know. Like you have really good, interesting thoughts, and that's how I felt with Davy when I did mine with Davy. I felt really like, I don't know, just natural, natural flow of like changing subjects. Because when we were with someone new, like. New? I like the way you said that. Like someone new, like it's like, it's not, it's difficult to transition. Like, because with Davey, he could be like, so what do you think about this? And I'm like, oh, dude, what the heck? We haven't talked about that. Yeah. But with someone new, you can't be like, oh, what do you think about the Clippers game? You'd be like, what? How about the Dolphins? Like, the Clippers, like. Trash, dude. To talk shit about my t- Clippers. Bro, I'm not to tell I you. love the Clippers. I'm not to tell you, but Kawhi chose wrong. But yeah, it's like this. Like we can just jump up. But like when I'm talking to someone else, 
can't do that. It's just like more professional, you know. It's like a more. It's a bit more professional. It's a bit more professional, but I also don't want to like. It's not more of that professional. It's just like I don't want to jump around subjects so much in a situation like that when I want to get a point across, like you know, because if I'm trying to get, for example, like what when I'm mean? trying to get across, like my exact, like the anxiety, depression, how Christian pushed through all this, how he became super successful, how Jumpy ended up making music and pushing through all this stuff, all his like work that he had to do. I want to get that across to people that like whenever you're sad, whenever you're depressed, whenever you're like anxious, like you can get through these things. And these people have done it in this way. And if I'm over here talking about the Clippers and like <laughs> if I'm over here talking about like the weather like this, they're not going to get that across. They're just going to see it as like very casual. You have to like get to know them. You have yeah. to like not think about yourself when you're interviewing. Exactly. It's yeah. just about And it's them. hard. It's hard to not think about yourself. Yeah. I mean, just be real. Yeah. Like, so it's really hard for me because I'm trying to transition. And I do good. I, I, I do a decent amount like of just trying transitioning into sure. it and then going back and touching base on it. But a lot of the times it's difficult. It's just like very hard. And that comes down to me doing like a little bit. Because, for example, the one I did with Chris Chan was like one day prepared. Like he texted me at night and then in the morning it was it. Like, But some of them I just have to prepare more. And I just, I just have to like talk about it more and just – very be in terms and then ask questions that I'm leading and then see if those questions, because they're very open-ended questions that I ask you and that I know I'm going to get a great response out of you, you know? Like, I just, I'm going to ask you, like, what? if I ask you, how was your day today? You say good, <laughs> bad. Good. But if I ask you, if I'm trying to figure out about, like, your anxiety or, like, how you got pushed through this or, like, how you worked in your escape room place, I'll be like... I, like, how do you get there? Yeah. I, that's like the hard part with questions, but if you ask a really, you kind of just bring like, I mean, yeah. you kind of, I would say, to ask questions more about their past, about their upbringing, and then they'll be more comfortable. Exactly, like, like you get used to them, you get to know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like understand where they come from. It's like Joe Rogan's podcast. Like he asks questions that are insane. Like when he was interviewing Bob Lazar, and the guy's talking about stuff in Area Fifty One, like. And he's talking about this object that he worked with. What? And the questions he's asking are so specific, but they're so, like, essential. He's asking, like, oh, when I was touching it, I was trying to hold the thing, but it was pushing me away. And then Joe Rogan's, like, kind of like a magnet. That's a great question because it's, like, now people can envision it. It's like a magnet when you put them together, like kind of like a magnet when you push them together and they push away. It's and he asks like little questions like that that like clarify what everyone's talking about so well. It's almost like he's just trying to in, like incorporate himself into the story. You know what exactly. I mean? Like he's throwing himself, and you're trying to see it through the interviewee's like eyes and see their story exactly. the way that they actually are presenting. He's enhancing their story, and you're making them the better storyteller mm -hmm. by making the interview better. Exactly, you know, and like, it's oh, kind of also the question. It's kind of like in his scenario too, like he kind of asked the questions that people would comment and question. You know, like people would comment, people like, oh my God, that's a good question. What the heck? And then it makes you think. He already asked that. And then people are like, oh, okay. So there's no doubt on what the person is talking about and that it's super well clarified. Mm -hmm. So he kind of finds where he would be confused and then ask the question to make it clarify in that sense. And that's what I need to get better at because it's hard. Asking good questions is almost harder than answering great questions. 
because then it makes the person think. And I want to get to the point where I can ask the person a question. Start with the answer, wouldn't yeah. you? Like, what answer do you want from them? That's true. And then you can ask like, good, the yeah. question from there. Like, you want to know... I don't know. What do you want to know about it? I don't know. Like, I don't know who the next person you're interviewing is. I don't know what you You're interviewing know. her. What do you want to know about her? Or us, or anyone, or Sam. That's the thing. I need to like think about it more. That's just like, come up for with example, anything, dude. That's right? true. Well, that's like where it comes. It's like, to, like this. It's like this. It's how like, do you want to get to your answer? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because that's the best way finding the answer, working backwards on it. Yeah. That's crazy. That's. Have you ever? Have you ever? Like with yours, it's more casual. But you ever I like question someone? Like interviewed, interviewed. Not yet. Not yet. Really? Yeah. It's difficult. No. No, because we started it just me and her, so like we started it just. No, like, yours talking. is super great. Like, like honestly, insane. I love yours because it's so like. It's just more casual. What's it it's called again? Therapy and shit. Oh okay. And it's just me and my sister just like shooting the shit. Basically. It's awesome. I love Very it. Very cool. Yeah. I love just, it because you're just. We're just like on the couch, like just talking about like. Life. Spending the time. Yeah, it's yeah. like pretty relaxed. A lot of people say they like it because they feel like they're sitting in the room with us, like. They just feel like they're also part of the conversation. So, like, when a lot of my friends listen to it, they'll text me, like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, they'll want to they'll know, like, the details. Like, like, who is that guy's name that you're saying? Like, I want to know all the details. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like, you guys, like, <laughs> yeah. feel like you're my friend. Like, yeah. yeah, like, you just feel like you're a friend when you listen to it. <laughs> it's, like, kind of adorable. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. And I'm also just trying to record it, like, camera-wise. Because then people can see me and then they can, like, you can tell the difference in a podcast when people are together, like when we're together, we're all in the same room. When I do ones over the phone, it doesn't feel, it still feels great. Like the one I did with Joppy was still amazing. But when we're together, you can feel the energy bounce off and you can like feel more like with you and your sisters that like you can use, like what I said, like that's the same way I feel about it. Like I feel like I'm in the room just listening to you two and I'm just getting entertained. And it just feels like I'm, the energy's better because we're together. We're in the same presence. We're, all you're vibing, you're matching. We're like, vibing, yeah. we're vibing. It's like a conversation. It's, it's not like you're recording. It's This is really a secondary thing compared to like the actual eye-to-eye conversation that we're having yeah. in the room. And so I think that's what makes yours more special and it makes it like a better vibe. That's why I don't think they can ever replicate like human Connection. talking. Yeah, like when they FaceTime or like it's, stuff yeah, like it's, that. It's, like, not it's, not the same. it's not the same. You just won't get the same vibe. Like Because you're not there. Like it's... The physical connections, like, that's just... But weird. I don't know what's missing. I, I know it's not there, but, like, it's I don't the know. Physical. It's, it's like, the physical. It's 100% like, the physical. Well, yeah, but... Anything I mean, at, at the end of the day, we're still I mean, we're not we're touching animals. each other. We're just still, like, in the same room. I'm, well, yeah, you're touching like, right now, but, like, we're not necessarily touching each other to talk. But we're in each other's presence. We're not, but, like... Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. like, the presence part of it, but I don't know. I've always... Because, like, if you're talking to a phone, like... At the end of the day, you know it's a phone. Like, it's a, like you're holding a phone rather than, like, I'm not I'm not even touching you, but I know I'm still connecting with you. Yeah, like, like, here you're connecting sure. through a phone, you know? Like, you're, you're at the end of the day, like, you're watching you're looking at a, a screen. Phone. You're looking at a camera. But, like, here I'm, like, looking into your eye and I'm, like, watching your movement, you know? Yeah. Like, no, like, the giggles are more natural. Like, the laughing, everything is more natural because we're here and we're yeah. present, not disconnected through a phone. I mean, the phone helps... Unlike anything else that anyone's ever seen oh, in yeah. the past, right? Yeah. Like, it's not the same as sending an email or a letter, like, writing a letter. You actually get to see the person. <laughs> but here, obviously, you know, it's the best form of communication. You don't have that barrier. It's the best form of communication. That's crazy. This is the only kid I've ever known that 
has never had a social, like, never had an Instagram. Really? Is that crazy? Oh, yeah. And I respect him for that. Good job. Honestly, sometimes I wish I didn't have an Instagram. I love yeah. it to death, but it can be hectic. So I don't I don't think it's necessary. Do you have, like, guess, do you use, like, Reddit? I'll, I'll look at it. Sometimes I won't look at it, like, even weekly. I have Snapchat, <laughs> but Snapchat to me is like, it's a similar thing to texting. It's almost like a more it slash impersonal and personal way of texting because you can send photos or you can just add people that you'll never talk to ever again on Snapchat. But Facebook, I use it sometimes to connect with people. I don't really have to post anything. One of my friends, Hannah, she doesn't have Instagram. She had it, but then she got rid of Instagram and mm-hmm. Twitter. She still has Snapchat, but, but yeah, a lot of people have been doing that. That's it's yeah. good. It, I mean, I don't. I take breaks because I think I everything is good and but in moderation. So, I mean, I'll take like right now I'm on a break from Twitter, but nice. it's like you know breaks are healthy. So of course, hundred percent. I took a lot of breaks from social media, and they help a lot. Every they're time. good like every couple of weeks or every like, couple of months. Couple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you feel more with it. I feel more present. More like I don't have I don't to know, look more at that often. Moment. Really, yeah, and you like forget about your friends. Of course. Well, Imagine back in the day, like. Our biggest social media interaction was like us meeting. Basically, it's like, oh my god, I caught up with two people like today. <laughs> right. You go, on, like, <laughs> you go on Instagram and you catch up with everybody's life. Like nine hundred like, people. Super like, different. In right? like ten minutes, right? You're catching up with like hundred. Do you think something. that's like why our society like doesn't really have patience? I think about overstimulation. Yeah. I talked to him about it. Yeah. Overstimulation is a thing. It's different though. I'm not overstimulated in that way. But like in a way that like, but patience is different. Patience like, is big difference like, than like stimulation, wanting to get through something. Like, I mean, you know, but like learning patience because I feel like it, when it bring you bring it to society, people nowadays are not patient. It's just over. Like we have everything: yeah. fast food, fast drive through. Like, people in lines are patient. Like Everything's every, instant. Amazon. Everything. Two days yeah. Fast it's just, too. They want everything at right now. Quick fingertips. Right yeah, it's. I, I don't know how I feel about. I think it's it's you can definitely attribute it to like if you're talking about conversations like here in this space you have to like sit and look at each other and listen right you have to do something you have to wait you have yeah. to wait be patient but like let's it's say it's a weird situation let's honestly. say you're on your phone and you just scroll up or you swipe right swipe left like things happen at light speed they happen so quickly compared to like actual in person you know face to face kind of conversations and so I think. The addition of the phones, the addition of technology, although it is great in some points and like that is my career, can somehow bring humanity kind of downward in that way. Like, and like in, in the humanity sense where yes. like we don't really know how to connect. Mm-hmm. Like people are so mean now, I feel like, because really? of it. Yeah. Like they have no patience with each other. Like people talking and trying to figure even relationships, friendships, anything, and you get into an argument, people are so quick to just cut you off, you know? Mm-hmm. People are so like, okay, you don't mean anything. I'll find the next friend in two seconds. You know, I'll scroll on Instagram, find my next best Jeez. friend. Rather than wow, like, never seen it like that, actually. not like that, but like, but you no, know, no, no, it right. happens that right. fast. Like, right. People aren't willing to argue and figure out why are we really mad at each other? What are we really arguing about rather than trying just over then getting over it onto the next friend? Which, sure. Like, it sucks. Like, that sucks going through friends and going through people that fast because I feel like every person you come across, there's something to learn from them. Every person, because you think about it, there's billions of people in the world. Like you come across, I come across you today for a certain reason, you know, like I'm going to learn something from you. Maybe. And if you're quick to just like, oh, like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, we're just arguing. Like, I don't give a, like, you know, like that kind of attitude. It like, it sucks when it's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't want to learn. Like, okay, 
you suck. You missed because, an opportunity. Like, like you're missing an op- opportunity to grow. Like yeah, we could have argued, we could have we could have argued, worked through it, learned our mistakes, and then grow from it, rather than cutting you off, like, saying you're toxic. And I don't single, need you in my life. Find the next friend. Every single person is it's so hard, unique yeah. too. Like every single person. Such a different know. mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Every single person is so different in their own way. So when you learn about other people, you learn what you like more. You learn like this and all that. But like when people bounce yeah. and leave after the first disagreement or something, like right. you're being so close-minded towards that person and right? you're not even like judging them for who they actually are. Yeah, you don't have a chance. Understand. You're not understanding where they're coming from. Yeah. You don't have a chance. Yeah. Like if I judge all my friends off my first impression, I would not be friends with any of them. I would never Most be friends with ever if I judge our first impression. Yeah, Davy's Davies and me first impression was horrible. We fought so many times. Yeah. He was yeah. the first person I ever socked in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. Like yeah, and like yeah. that's that's like the and it's only hard person. because today's society, like on Instagram and Twitter, it's all about first impression. Yeah, like people like for first impression, like you know, like shit like that. It's like man, I don't need to. I know me. I don't need to know. And also, what I realized is people have this tendency of doing the social media thing where they only either want to hear good things about each other, only good things. They don't want to hear bad, or they don't want to hear bad things. Like they don't want to hear bad, and they want to listen to good, and they only say good. What do you mean? So, like, if I meet you, I only want to tell you good things about myself because that's what you do on social media. Project yourself, like, well. Yeah, you only want to project yourself well. Well, like, you don't want to ever show yourself that you're vulnerable. Like, on social media, you never want to, like, go, like, oh, today I had a – like, on your main, you're never going to go, like, oh, today I had the most horrible day and just take a picture of it. Even if it's the truth. Yeah. People want to hide from And, like, the truth is – True. Like the truth is – like, the bad moments in your life almost define you more than your good moments in your life. Yeah. So when you're going on someone's social media and you're looking at all their good moments, you're almost defining them for what they show you. What they show you, exactly. And like the truest moments are the worst moments in your life. When you can legitimately be like, I was yeah. a horrible person or like I did a horrible mistake or That's what I'm saying. Those those people like aren't getting to those moments. Yeah. And like a lot of people yeah. it sucks, they're bouncing. And a lot of people are like that. They just like they when I see them and when I when I'm when I meet up with them again, they only tell me the good moments in their life. Yeah. And I'm so the opposite. When I meet them, I'm like, they tell me everything shitty about I'm like, you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real honest. I'm gonna be real honest. The last year of my life has been horrible. Was, was fucking horrible, you know. Me. And I've told everyone that. Like every time I see them, I'm like, the last year of my life was fucking horrible. So this literally year, 2018 sucked. Like, 2018 was horrible. Like literally horrible. shitty year. Horrible. Yeah. And I was like, I tell people that, and then some people like get shocked. They're like, Whoa, why are you telling me all of this about your ex? Or like. Why are you telling me all of this I'm about like, like, it happened. about like, your mom? It's, it's me, or like, yeah. why are you telling me all of this about your like you and your friends not being as close, or like this, or like that, or something like very like extremely personal? And then they go like, "Whoa, why are you doing that?" And I'm like, "I'm just being truthful. It's I'm a defined real. Yeah. I'm opening up to you, which yeah. means it's that hard, I care about and you." And especially for like as a girl, when you do that, because I'm kind of like I'll tell you like if I'm having a shitty day, like you're gonna know I'm having a shitty day. You know, like you're gonna yeah. hear it. That's why I asked that first thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, just tell me. That's pretty good. Like, I just went to work. <laughs> but, like, so if I'm having a shitty day, and, like, if you, when I do that and I project it some, men come back at me saying, like, you're too much, you're too emotional, like, things like that. And it's really hard because it's like, no, I'm not too emotional. Like, I'm just being real. Like, I had a shitty fucking day. Like, fuck you. I'm not too emotional. Just like, love- yeah. It's There's like, a lot of people that are over here like, you got to be good vibes. And it's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> okay. Like, you don't want to hear like 
fucking great things all the time and good vibes and let's do it here and like let's like, party. I get like have our positive moments. Of course, yeah. you don't want to be extremely negative all the time. And a lot of people told but me I'm like, not gonna you're, be fake. you're a lot of negative, but like when I with my friends, like there's moments I'm like, yeah, we'll go. Like this happened, this happened, and then like moments I'm like, yo, bro, let's go. Yeah. And then like that makes it high moments so much better because it's just like, once you understand the lows you like appreciate yeah i appreciate highs. the highs and like when you're with your friend and i'm like hey look what i did like look i got a good grade on test or like hey my new podcast came out and a lot of people listen they're like oh my god dude good job and they just listen to me or when i show them a video that i've made and that i haven't done in a while and i just show them like oh yeah you were so sad before about that that you weren't making videos and like now they're more in tune where i'm coming from because i told them all this stuff and I told them like, hey, like I was this low. I was sad about this. And then now they know I was sad and now I'm happy. So yeah. they see that I've gotten better. And I want people to see that. I want to, I want people to see my ride. Yeah, see no, my- everyone's like that too. Like she she understood all my lows. And like when I'm like when I start to get irritated or like like getting riled up, like yeah. she'll understand like why I did something or like why I did a certain exactly. thing. And like it's kinda nice being friends with somebody who like understands you in that way and like like no like you're okay like, you're not crazy you know like you know because there's a lot of people who like don't even try to understand somebody else's mindset they don't take the time yeah so it's like you gotta appreciate when your friends like actually put in the effort to like oh you actually do get me like that's nice thank you like yeah and it's just i don't know i just like feel like when i get into a relationship with anybody like boy girl whoever it is like professional or non-professional in the beginning i'm very Hey, what's up? Where are you from? Like, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what school did you go to? What this? Like, what sports do you do? What's your hobbies? And then after I get through that, like, two-hour, three-hour, four-hour phase of just talking, getting to know them, or if I haven't seen them, like, if I just get to that comfortable level, then I start telling them about myself, just, like, little things. And then if we get really, really close, like, I go, like, hey, I tell them about like deep moments in my life because I know that the only way someone else is going to open up to you is by you opening up to them. Like that's how it works. Potato, potato. You show me this, I show you that. Mm-hmm. So I open up to people and then it allows them to open up to me. So when people nowadays in this society only show the good things about themselves mm-hmm. and I start opening up and then they're kind of still scared to show me the, the bad parts yeah. and then I start asking questions, they see it as something negative. Or as me trying to be, like, their parent. Yeah. Or as me trying to, like, be too involved. Or, like what you said, too much. Yeah. And then I, it frustrates me because I'm just, like, I'm just trying to be real with you. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just trying real. to feel all the emotions you feel. I'm feeling all the feels, yeah. And I'm extremely open-minded. <laughs> so whatever you tell me, like, I will understand from where you came from. And, like, that's why I try to tell people when I first meet them. I try to make them see that I'm as open-minded as you can see. Like, you can literally tell me the most bizarre thing that you've ever done. And I'd probably be like, okay, I understand, like, what made you go through that? Like, just let me know. And then they start explaining it. Because I've been in so many situations where people tell me why they did this and what they did. Even when it's the most, like, bizarre, messed up, or just crazy situations. And when they say it through how they think, I understand them because that's how they think. Like, and I'm like, oh, so you did that because of this, but you were honest about it. Therefore, you still feel bad about it and all this. And the thing I love most about people is when they show emotion, when they do stuff, like when they pause, when they're telling me something sad. Like, have you ever had a sad moment in your life? And they pause, they look down, 
and they breathe, they sigh for a little bit, then I know they're like their real moments coming out. And I feel like, I mean, it's <laughs> kind of messed up because they're sad at the moment, but I feel like they care about me because they're telling me something like crazy. And when they're like, yeah, I had a really bad day and they like tear up and they like choke up. And I'm like, or when they get super emotional, like, like oh. when Davey, like <laughs> when Davey gets pumped up about stuff, like when he gets really pumped up and he starts explaining something and he just goes, oh yeah, yeah. He's, just like, he's like, dude, it was so freaking crazy. And he starts spitting out things. It makes me emotional because I'm like, I'm like there with them, you know, I'm like, oh my God, what happened next? What happened next? And that's why I like when people open up because then I can just connect with them more and I just feel their emotions and it's real. So see, like, that's interesting. Like if you, what if, what happens if you run into someone who's, you know, not as emotional as others that you know, like, obviously, like, what if, what if you meet people that, you know, even if you open up to and like show feelings and everything, don't do that the same, like back to you, like. How do you react? How do you deal with something like that? You know, like it's I have a friend like that actually. He's a pretty cool guy. I have a friend like that, and he's really cool. Like I open up to him, and like I can tell, like he he also feels certain ways that I felt, and he doesn't talk much. He's kind of shy, but like in a way, I know it's not in a negative context. Like I know he's just listening, and I know he just likes to hear it, and he like deep down inside he's relating to me, you know, and that's why I I just go like. <laughs> I, I, I understand them and I just feel how he feels. But that's not the pro- like the problem I have with people. The problem I have with people that like say I'm too much or say that like they're not about that vibe. And I'm like, not about what vibe? Like opening up? Like, like a negative <laughs> vibe? Feeling connected to someone? Like you're not about that vibe? Oh, okay, I guess. It's just like hard for people to understand that like social media is like, it's like just social media. It's like become such a market now that it's like, it's, literally like just entertainment now like you know like people take social media to like such personal levels now it's like hard for people to like take a take like that part away from like reality reality like it's literally now like instagram is like there's so much money involved in it that Mm -hmm. it's like it's a complete business now it's not you're not you're not connecting with people like you're not doing what it was meant to do yeah you're not doing social media you're not doing like what yeah, facebook started with people and like, like you're talking you're buying them. shit you're like falling for things that you're are scrolling and for you know like and so it's hard for people to like take understand that like not everything is ads the, phone. the worst part about it is that one of the most beautiful things in this world is like joking around or like sarcasm and reading different body talk like body language and all that and like none of that can be seen throughout text yeah or all this like if someone comments like you can't really use sarcasm that much you can't really use this like you or it's hard to or like interpret if you're receiving it. It. yeah yeah interpret it like i've had so many com- idea. i've had so many arguments during messaging oh that ends so messy because you just because like i just don't know what you're saying yeah. it like <laughs> like, I've seen, like the way we talk to each other oh, like no. if we texted the way we talk i could easily interpret it as him being super aggressive towards me it runs into problems, yeah, when, when we start texting to each other. But in the end of the day, I just go, like, I just, like, <laughs> I just, like, literally, at the end of the day, like, I don't really care what he says. Because we get each other in person. Like, that's yeah. how we met. Because he says it in a way that's not him being, like, he's being aggressive. And if he hurt me, he's like, why is he? Now he gets it. But there's times when I'm like, hey, fat ass, like, where are we going to go eat? And, like, if I send that during text, like, he might think I'm being mean or anything. Or, like, like, if you did that on social media and I didn't know him, obviously, like, what the hell? Or if I'm doing that on his comments or his family and all that, seeing it, he's going to be like, 
I would, I would be like, like this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, <laughs> since we say it in that sense and like all that, we can do that little joking style where like, he's like, who are you going with, gay boy? Who are you doing this? Like, you, like, all that, like, that, like, you know, like, just, it's friendly, like, child play. It's basically. a banter, kind of. Yeah, exactly. And you can't get that during messaging or social media. So it's just, I don't know, it's weird. It's a weird concept. Mm. I'm like not anti it because a lot of people think I'm anti it when I talk to them. Like when I was talking to Nolan, he's like, are you anti it? I'm like, no, I'm not. It's pretty fun. Like anti-social media, anti-Instagram, anti-Twitter. There's nothing wrong with (laughs) it. I have like Twitter friends that like um, I've met through Twitter and like I met them in person and it's, I've decided that it's good to keep them. It's weird. It's It's weird like to meet internet friends. From there in person. <laughs> like, it's, awkward. it's like, okay, we should say Twitter friends. Like, just keep it on the computer. You know, like, there are those friendships. So it's like, I think it's not totally anti. No, I'm not anti it at all. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's, I love it. But I and think I that people need friends. to become more aware. That's what I think. <laughs> I've just been trying to create awareness for it. Like, if you feel sad because of social media, remember that it's not real. Real. Like, it's just a business now. Like, it's they're just, just making, business. they're making money off your emotions. And it's like just off, an emotion. They're making yeah. like money off your identity, basically. Yeah. And it like, kind of starts a little bit, but it's like, all right. But I want people to become more aware of that. Like, if they, if you, like, because my problem was not, at first I thought I had to completely delete it. I thought it was horrible. And then now I've come to realize that it's not horrible. Like, now that I realize. It's like part of our society now. Yeah. When I fear FOMO, like fear missing out, when I feel that, I know that it's coming from this. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I just need a little break. Yeah. It's the same thing of how when I eat food and I feel too full, I'm like I probably shouldn't eat ice cream after this and get like th- I'll probably throw up. <laughs> same thing with social media. People need to become aware of like the spectrum when it's too much, when it's too little, when it's this, when it's like maybe I should step away. When is when you're in a horrible situation on social media, and when you should be like ah oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. The same way people like know what to eat, know what to do this. Like the same way people know. That they shouldn't meet a stranger out and go into their van. Yeah. Like the same way, that's a social like, kind of like what is it? Like a social rule, social algorithm. Like you know, like the same way that's a social algorithm. It's not the same. It's not this. You can't put that there. But yeah, I guess. Like well, you know, like a social like rule. Like uh, the same way that's like a social rule. Never go into someone's van. It's the same way I should think people should know that social media isn't real. Don't, yeah. Don't get affected by it too much. I guess it's 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 something that's so new and so. It's, it's not like it's not taught by parents. Obviously, parents won't like yeah. explain to show you how to do like, it. We're like figuring it out ourselves. Of course, yeah. and so since it's so it's new, like created by us, that we and, and so yeah, purposefully kind of it's almost like the creators are so purposefully manipulative in the way that they're really just trying to feed you ads and feed you. And it's hard because we control it. Yeah, like we're the, you know, we're the, we the product the of our own domain. Yeah. We're the people. Our know, emotions continuing it, it, right? The people continuing it, and so like at some point. Like it's smart on them, smart on the, like the, the heads of the businesses, but at some degree, at some point, at some level, you have to know, like just what it is about. You can't, you can't fall for their games. You know, you can't really fall under their all those little Instagram exactly. boutiques, like things like that. Mm-hmm. that they sell in there. So true. Like it's like literally just like you know like how we have. Our, well, my mom had like magazines and like CDs. It's like it's like literally what our version is like social media. But like on steroids because you're seeing it all the time, Instant. instantaneous. And you're and so many. Yeah, yeah. It's like crack magazines. On crack. Exactly. 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 <laughs> it's a great idea. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a great idea, honestly. Yeah. But that's all. That's all I like. I just want people to become aware of it. And, and people, it's hard because we're a part of it. Like yeah. we're in it, you know. Like we, we can't change anything, and we don't know much it. about it's, it. Like we do know about it, but we don't know what it's doing to us. Like no. we don't know long term effects. We no. don't know like, like it's we're new. It's to it. it's just right now what we're doing. We're, we're living doing. in the moment of it. Yeah. There's no way of controlling it. We're just kind of like and we don't even know where it's going. Yeah. We're driving in a steering wheel with fog, and we will never see it until it clears up. You know. Missed it. Nothing. It was an inside joke. <laughs> but yeah, I'm crazy. Inside. <laughs> I'm in. not, not on this. I'm in. <laughs> not on this. One. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's. I don't know. I don't know where it's gonna go. But hopefully, I hope people just understand it and just know where it's going, and all that. Oh, yeah. But it's crazy. I, I I honestly think we just need to become more educated, more aware of it. And that's all. That's, I think everybody needs to become more self-aware in our society. They have and like more those open things that like put limits on like. Oh, I do that now. Your sure. app, app on usage. Phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Yeah, but uh, it's not it's, enough. It's, it's not enough. You know, like that's. Well, so, if you listen to it, it's so bypassable. You'll be like, mm, just one more, one more post, one more minute. I guess it's more self-discipline. You have to. Have it is. It's about the discipline. Yeah, you need to like know yourself, know your limits. About like learning your own mind, I guess. Because I mean, I have limits, and like some days there are like I'll just like tap right through it. But then like if I'm like no, I've been on it all day. Like I really will. You listen. put it down. Yeah. So it's like I guess it's a matter of who's. who's yeah. Who's doing it? it? It is, and I guess that's a cool part about it. Like it, it is for you to use as, like make of it as you want to. Like you can use it to its full potential and be on it all day or you could just use it and then just leave it like you can it's up to you i'm trying to teach myself to use it like when i'm literally just on a computer like mm-hmm. like instead of on my phone and like use my phone like just for texting and calling and, like what it was like originally made for uh-huh. yeah and like that's like kind of easier especially since i kind of work like a nine to five job sometimes it's like i come home and then, then i sit on the computer and like you know when like you're in I don't know. Did you guys ever go on the computer in elementary school and like chat? Yeah. Like I remember with like, random people. Yeah. Like now I'm like going back on. I like go on Twitter and like chat with my Twitter friends. Like I go on my little laptop. I'm like oh my god, this is like so fun, kind of. Like, like, pen, like, like I like look forward forward to because I've been waiting all like I've been waiting all day. Like and now I get to finally go on my computer and talk to my. That's friends. a good way of doing it. Like yeah. a treat. Like a kind of like like you earned it. You finish your day. And, like, and you get to do it. Yeah. It's like a little game. It's like a little game. <laughs> at the end of the day. Oh yeah. That's that's basically what I've been kind of showing in my last podcast. But I wanted I wanted to clarify with people that I'm not anti-social media. <laughs> I just love it. Damn. I, I, I love it and I hate it at the same time because I just feel like people just need to be aware of it. And I don't think our society has seen it in the right way. Like I see little kids that do not use it correctly. It's hard. It's hard to control it when you have no control. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I was just wanting, wanting – I wanted people touch to Touch base. Yeah, Make touch sure base people – Yeah. Because yeah. then – because a lot of people be like, oh, you're anti? I'm like, no, I'm not anti. Of course I fucking love it. Literally, I'm a communications major. That's literally what we do. We, <laughs> like we literally have, studying the media. Study media. Like, I love media. But I just think that media is seen really negatively in today's day because of that. Because of just the way it's being used and the way it's being... Have you seen that one movie on Netflix where they, like, um, interview, like, Instagram people? No, I haven't. What's it called? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I'm sure it's under like documentaries or something. Probably. 
it's a, but like they interview like models and stuff and like their lifestyle it has like it has like a lot of people you would recognize like dj Khaled. i, think I feel like it. i've seen ads for it then yeah and like i know Haley um baldwin is in it oh Haley baldwin like those kind of people who are like actively on instagram they like talk about how like it's affected they, them. they made money like i didn't know paris hilton's in it and like how social media has affected their lives positively and negatively sure it's, it's cool. pretty informative, actually. Yeah, we just need to become more informed with it. That's it. There's not a lot of like Everyone things does. about it. Yeah, everyone has to know more. And that's how we'll get to like bettering ourselves, basically, and just getting better as an environment. And also, we need to stop pointing fingers, which is another thing our society does a lot. We point way too many fingers, and we need to point more fingers on ourselves. Or, like, what is that one Michael Jackson song? Start him with the man, man in the mirror. In the exactly. Mirror. Starting with the man in the mirror. Like literally. Like, people are over here just, like, well, copyrighted? Just it's going to be copyrighted because you sang that part of the song. I'm sorry. It's not copyrighted. I, I quote so many things on here. I was going to get copyrighted. That's I don't want to even copyrighted. <laughs> just thought People just don't take accountability for their actions. Yeah, that's true. People don't take accountability for any of it. Like, they just don't point fingers at themselves. They don't say, like, whenever I get into an argument with someone or anything now, like, I look at what I did wrong. And I'm like, what can I fix? Because I'm not going to be able to, like, go up to them and change them. Like, I'm not going to be able to, like, okay, they did this. Like, Fix your mindset. Like, I can tell other people and then other people can be like, oh, my God, that's so fucked up that they did that. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to be able to change what they did. The only thing I can do is handle the change situation yourself. wherever I did wrong. Yeah. Like, hmm, maybe I should have said this. Maybe I should have done that. Maybe I shouldn't have let on with that. Or maybe I shouldn't have kept going or just kept yap- yapping process, back. Yeah. It's a learning process. and the better I can handle the situation and we get to the point where literally they can't argue with me or literally that situation can't put me into a worse situation for myself. Just like being self-aware creates a better you and a better you creates better people around you. And a better world. Yeah. And I preach that. Better yourself. Don't point fingers. At the end of the day, like you can point fingers at whoever you want. You're not going to change them. Your finger's not freaking, it's not Harry Potter. You can't just, like, run a spell on people. And, like, who are you to change somebody else's mindset? Yeah, who are you to be like, no, you're wrong. Like, even if they are completely wrong, like, who are you to change <laughs> like, that? shut up, degenerate. Like, you're just wow. equally, like, as shitty as me. Yeah. I hate when people, like, you're fighting with somebody and they try to, like, belittle you for, like... Something. Something that's, like, completely, like, a mistake an average human would make. It's like, shut up. Like, you you would have done that yesterday, too. Like... Yeah. If it's, I hate if, when that happens. If it's people doing it, like, for real, if they're really coming at you and trying to point a finger at you for something small and something they could have easily done, then I think it's dumb. I know what's going through his mind is he's thinking of his friends doing that, and I know that even though some friends will point fingers at each other in that way, they're just doing it kind of for fun. Yeah. And, I mean, if it's something against someone like you don't know or someone that actually aggressively, then it – it does have kind of like a, a really bad connotation to it, but like if it's like a friend thing. No, oh, when if it's like a friend. Like yeah, of course. Okay. If it's a friend, like you can point fingers. But that's why his that's why his face was like. Just I was like just, I was just thinking, exactly thinking. Yeah, that's that's true. It's just like you gotta be self-critical and all of your friends too. Like if your friends doing something stupid, I hate when like friends back each other up on something stupid. Like it's like no. I love you. No. I love you. I don't want you to go to prison. Don't prison. Do that. <laughs> Not even that. Like I don't want you to jail. I don't want you to, like die don't do that yeah i don't want people to look at you well i don't want you to ruin your reputation don't do that you know like no don't 
post that. I don't want you to ruin your reputation. No, don't do this. I don't want you to. And out of my personal experience, if you really want to do it, then do it, you know? Yeah. It's up to them. But, like, that's why your friend group's there because they know you better than you know yourself sometimes. Yeah. And, like, they can be there and step in. For sure. But that's that's it. You want to chime in? <laughs> but, yeah, that's why. That's why. You guys are really good at talking, actually. This, is, bit, this is my longest podcast. I'm just right listening. Now. It's all YouTube. This is my longest podcast, and I did one with Davey and, and Matt, and they talk a lot too. So, But they speak so quick that they run out of things to say, and they'll get bored. I promise you when it comes to them, it'll be like, ah, yeah, let's pull <laughs> all this information out real quick and just be done in like an hour, hour 15. And here we are. Honestly, they do talk so fast. I remember when I like the first like time I was hanging out with you guys, I was like sitting there, like I don't, I was like sitting at the table like, I was like, bro, I don't even know what they're saying. Like, you're just, like, staring into the abyss because, like, like, you guys were just, like, going so fast. And at one point, me and Ever, like, looked at each other. We were like, bro, like, you know what they're talking about. Like, they're just going so quickly. We go really fast. I think it's part of the fun, though. Like, when they when they go. But it's, like, when you first, like, like, step in. Like, when you're, like, it's, like, your first time meeting everyone. You feel lost. You're, like, (laughs) I was like, bro, what is happening? Our group is not that great at first impressions that well. (laughs) We go a little bit too much because we express ourselves too much. But they're not going to change argue, themselves for you others. You know, they're just going to be themselves. Yeah. Exactly. When we argue, we really co- try to cover as much as possible and, like, try to go through every point. And when they jump in on a little part that you're wrong about, then you want to cover that whole part <laughs> and then go back to what you guys were arguing. Yeah. And then sometimes we get stuck into arguments where we're not even arguing the same thing yesterday, yesterday we were talking about some whatever conversation. And I'm, I know him really, really well, so I know how to get him heated. And I'm talking kind of out of my ass, and he gets so heated. I'm looking around at, like, Keon, who's, like, giggling, and Davey, who's, like, over the situation. Keon's like, yo, yo, yo. He's getting too mad off of this. Just, like, like bring it back Chill. to Earth, right? Bring it back to Earth. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you know that I'm trolling. And he's like, dude, what do you mean? You're a headass. Like, like, you're so dumb. Like, like, <laughs> like, how could you think this and not that? And I'm like, <laughs> I just messed with him. Yeah. But it's funny how these conversations just go like that and they start take turns. Everywhere. Yeah, they take turns. Yeah. I love it. It's just like supernatural of it. I hate conversations that like don't feel organic. don't go anywhere. Oh yeah, that too. Very, have to, like, force small it. talk. Small I hate talk. small talk. Yay. Oh, it's so awkward. I don't know how to do it. I like it don't ask me about the weather. It doesn't, like I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> like, exist in my friend group at all. <laughs> small talk is complete. How do you do small talk with other people? What's though? your favorite color? Purple. Oh wow, that's cool. Men's blue. Small talk. Then that, then what? Like that's it. You ask like favorite animal, favorite oh, food. Like, where are you from? Where are you from? Where do you like to travel? That's okay. Yeah. You do that for like, like the first half an hour. Like you okay, but okay, first what half. Type of music do you listen? Half to? hour and then what? But like that's if you don't know anyone. That's why it's you small run out. Talk. It, it sucks. It it's last trash. Too long. It doesn't last. I hate it. That's what I'm saying. Like we're all agreeing. What do you do? In a no, small yeah, I'm talk- agreeing. But like, what do you do? Like after that, you bring it. Straight hardcore into the deep, so like, you just cannonball into your life. That's what I do. I'd be like, all right, bro, what is stressing you out? Oh, that's hard. Like, 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 that. what is wrong? Like, like, like I'll, I'll look at him. And I'll be like, hey, tell me, like, what is stressing you out? Why do you like this? You're not always like this. Why do you like this? And it'll get real really quickly. But the first time you meet them, yeah, not even the first time, like the second my time. My dad, my dad's really good. He can. We go. We'll, we were going out to the bars, and he'll just meet somebody like. And become super just personal. like instant friends, like, brothers. Like, like yeah, he like invited. We met this one guy at a bar, and like he invited him like camping. That's if you if you go quickly into the real stuff, 
He just like goes, and you, yeah, and you, and you hit the right person, then you will connect. No, yeah, he's really good at like asking, like, oh, so what do you do with your life? Like, exactly. Of course, and then we'll get to a deeper conversation and something that is actually more meaningful and not small talk. So, but yeah, small talk's horrible. It's I just hard it. for me to get through like the small talk because it's fake. It's like me. When you're those, small those talk- little questions are really honestly hard for me to like come up with. Really? You're s- yeah. small questions like that. And, like, I'm good at answering them, but not small like, talk literally. What's in crazy. each other's minds is literally like, oh my god, this is so awkward. Oh my god, this is so awkward. What really? Really? You think so though? For Honestly, me, but my anxiety. I don't too. think it's awkward. I feel like it's just like uh, it's just weird. It's no, just it's, it's, it's like it sucks. Like I I think it's fake always. I always think it's fake. Yeah, I say it in a trolley way. Like I I'll tell one of my best friends. I'll be like, yeah, I don't know them. Like we can't be friends because I don't know their favorite color. Like I'll just troll and say something like that. But for me, it really comes down to someone that I can actually connect with and bring big feelings and big ideas to to actually just converse yeah. with. Exactly. You know. It's people, uh, small talk is horrible. It's I tough. Hate it. It's really tough. It like fills me with anxiety. Yeah. My family's cool. never been about small talk either. Like, mm-hmm. no. I've always been in situations. And I think, and me like, either. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm really bad at it is because my family, my, my sister is like, she's the same. She'll just like jump straight into like your feelings. Like she has no like shame in that. And so like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like with me when I was growing up, I had like no idea how to do that. Like, I would just, like, spill my heart out to people, and then that's when I get called, like, too much. Yeah. Because I don't know how to do this mom talk. I, it's, I guess it's tough if you do open yourself out. You, like, if you open up for, like, the wrong people, if you do it too quickly, then it's tough for others to, like, take in. But if you meet, like, the right kind of people who are doing the same like thing as genuine, you, yeah. then, and yeah, they're genuine, then you'll genuinely find someone and connect with them well. And I think that's, like, that's one of the coolest things if you meet people like that. Such so. I love I love just like connecting with someone on the first time you guys meet. Like when I first met you, we connected really well, and like the first time we talked, and I was like, okay. What I was definitely, the first time? What was your first time? It was like when. I know like what we talked about and I know we were really close and you guys were being you and ever being super sarcastic and I was like, Oh my god, I love we're, you guys. Was it in person? Yeah, it was in person for sure. 100%. We were at um Tanner's, Tanner's house. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I met you and uh, like it was super like real. Yeah, like real. Like you were like honest and you were like being sarcastic and you opened up really fast. And don't get me wrong, like I don't want someone who opens up extremely fast. Like I don't really care, like if you take a while to open up, like that's fine too. Like but like you, speak. not even the fact that you opened up really fast. It was also the fact that you were just like talking to me and just like not avoiding small talk, like avoiding small talk. Like you were just like, oh, like you didn't care about like more of my past or anything like that. Like, oh, what's your name? What's this? Like, what's that? Like, how do you know this? How do you know ever? How do you know that? Like, no, not you were just like, hey, what's like you just focus on like now, living now and like the present. Like, okay, what are we gonna do? Like. Hey, what's this? And like, just talking about your overall experiences and then like talking about your podcast and then talking about this and you're just living in the moment instead of like, just like small talk. I feel like you guys just talking about your guys' past and it turns into like that social media type of vibe where you're just like presenting things to people and the way you did it, it was natural. It was like, like, just like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? Uh, like what, Oh, what do you guys want to do? And then you just hang out and then you'd like already funny. Like you're already cracking jokes like 30 minutes in. Huh. Like that's where real relationships happen. Like when you're cracking jokes three minutes in, like when you're like already acting like 
Like they're your friends. Yeah. Like they're super close. Exactly. You're just like already like just having a good time. I guess that's hard to do for a lot of people though. It like, is. If you think so. about it, like when I go to college and when I start to meet a lot of people, they're not really easy and like super open. They're not open to meeting people that quickly in that kind of a scenario. And I think it does make it awkward when you are someone who does that and likes to open up quickly and get to know people like that. And you run into crowds and people who aren't. Yeah. Like, it gets kind of, it gets, a, it's like a sticky it gets, situation. Yeah, it's like a weird situation. You know, like it feels weird for both of you and you like, when you want something more or they want something less. Right, that's and, so crazy. Cause right? I literally just got into like an argument with like, this guy I was like talking to, like we kind of liked each other and we were fighting because I was too much and he wasn't. Mm. And it was like, not necessarily in a way that was, it wasn't bad. It was just like, I was just so open then he was so closed off that it just like, it was so weird at times, you know, like it was just like, okay, we, it's just not, this is not it. Because like, I was like ready to like, I'm pretty open. I'll tell you everything about my day. Like I'm going to pour my heart out to you. And then he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I don't need to know. I don't need to know all of that. So it's like, well, I want to do that. So like too bad. Like you don't get to know, you know, like it's like, yeah, it's like, um, it's hard when like you're trying to figure things out with people and it's like, there's like an unbalance. Though. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it's hard to find that balance. Was he cute? The balance is in. Yeah. Is it? Eh? No. That's too bad. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <a> nice time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's like, um, the frequency has got to be right between two people. Like it's honestly, you guys have to be on like some sort of level. Like you guys don't have to be very alike because all my friends are very different in their own way. But you have to be. There's got to be a middle ground where you guys can meet at and really just come back to it. Like, I think it comes down to like, to, like the the openness of the like your vulnerability, like how mm-hmm. willing you are to like let them in. You know, because like you're not really gonna get anywhere if, like, if you're closed off. Yeah, closed minded. Like, how are you gonna receive anything if you're like not open? Exactly, or give. Like it has to be mutual, or else again you're gonna feel this unbalance, and it's gonna be awkward. And like, what somebody's gonna feel neglected. Yeah. Or somebody's yeah, and then somebody's gonna feel like they're being pushed, like to not be themselves. Yeah. That's how it is, and like, you also have to have some like respect for the other person in a way, like their boundaries. Because like what you said before, a lot of people nowadays like they just jump to the next person, like they don't really care. Then and with me, every ways. person I have in my life, like I care if I don't see you again. Like, right? Like, I'll, I have yeah. I have a natural understanding for like if you leave, it will tear my heart just a little bit. Like, it will break me just a little bit, and that's why I want you in my life because I think you are important enough so that Stay. if you're not there, it'll be like seeing a puzzle piece without one in there. Yeah, like a whole puzzle done without one in there, it would just feel off. Yeah, and I feel that way against people. And there's some people out there that just like. You can leave and they just don't care. Like and it they're sucks. just like, like it sucks. they're just like okay, like bye. You're like like kind of like this Ariana Grande type of thing. Like okay, next. Like yeah. okay, like yeah, yeah, next. But like, but like damn, like. But like you're not gonna like. Like care. my heart's a little broken. Like you just have to care about people yeah. in your life. And like when people like when you do that, for example, you know people for two years, three years, four years, like years. You know, like just a lot of time, and then they just leave and they're like, okay, I'm gonna drop you. It hurts. And it's okay, like, yeah. what? It's, I like, lost it. All the memories, all this. And they're like, oh, who cares? I'll find someone else. Or like, oh, who cares this? And it's like, like not even going to like, I'm not asking for you to like be my butt buddy every day. I'm not asking for you to like 
live with me. I'm just asking for you to be my friend, yeah. to be someone I can talk to, to be someone I can see once in a blue moon. Yeah. One and of then, my friends, like, I'm so grateful for her because we, like, we got into, like, this huge argument. Not even this huge. I don't even know. Yeah, we got into a huge argument. We stopped being friends all of, like, 2018, basically. Like, fell off. I was, like, completely hard. Because she was, like, my best, best friend. Like, we were super close and everything together. And then, like, I lost and I was, like, completely heartbroken. And then, like, you come back a year later. Like, she calls me, like, saying sorry and stuff. And it's, like, it, I don't know. Like, I get really grateful for those kind of people who are willing to, like, um, admit their wrongs and, like, say sorry and, like, kind of, like, wanting the connection back because it's, like, okay, then it didn't mean something. Like, it wasn't a complete, like, yeah. I wasn't completely heartbroken for, like, no reason. Like, you know, like... Exactly. That's what I'm saying the middle ground has to be. Like, you have to care about that person not being in your life again. And that's where it tears me because a lot of people will be in your life for two years and then not care about that. Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, all my friends right now, like, if I leave or if I'm not there anymore it's noticeable like they will be like i'm so sorry or like if we get into an argument we both come back to each other and then we're both like i'm sorry i did this and they're like i'm sorry i did that and i think it just comes down to like loving each other in a way like just caring about each other like truly caring about each other like that person truly cares and like wants you in their life and they're not scarred by anything they genuinely believe that you feel the same way about them and that's how it is with my friend group like we got into huge arguments where like sometimes i'm literally a little bit questionable I'm like oh well, we'll be friends for the rest of my life and then we come back to each other we're like oh i want you forever friend like and it's like always that thing that's holding us together that like kind of like the typical cliche forever and always but like the forever and always like yeah. regardless of what situations we've been in like in the future this is just going to be something we chuckle about on the balcony and just be like remember that one time we fought and we argued mm-hmm. but like now we're like Look at that. This we're yeah. fucking drinking a beer while we're 65, like, living out and, like, breathing our last breaths, you know, and, like, just laughing about it. <coughs> and a lot of people don't respect that cornerstone. They're like, okay, like, I can just drop this person. Like, like what you said before was perfect point. Like, they live in this, like, social media era where they think, like, oh, I'll find someone else. I'll find someone else. Like, if they don't fit my personality, if they don't fit how I feel, like, I can just drop them and I'll find someone better. You know? Yeah, and it's annoying. In like the future. And it's annoying right? because like on social media you can see you can see everybody who is better. Right? Yeah. Because like I mean there always is gonna be somebody better than you yes. regardless. And like on social media that is just overly f- fucking projected, you know? Like everybody who's the best of the best is yeah. on social media at every fucking minute, yeah. you know? People just think they can just replace friends that easily. Like but like I think okay. Like, me and him... Each person's different, you know? Yeah, but me and him, like, for example, we've been friends for so long, but, like, I haven't talked to him, like, my whole life. Like, like, there was times where we hadn't talked in, like, six months, eight months, nine months. One of my friends, Grace, she's my childhood friend. She's, like, from kindergarten. And, like, in high school, and and we, like, were... We basically, like, weren't friends. Like, we didn't really talk about... Like, we didn't really talk to each other. We took separate classes. But then, like, senior year... Like, you're like, why did we ever stop being friends? Like, no, I want you in my life forever. Like, we, like, made it a thing. Like, no, you're my childhood friend. Like, we're going to make this a thing. So it's, like, if I feel like if you want it, like, if you actually want them in your life, it's, like, going to work. It's true. It's interesting because, like, like he's mentioned, we've been close and we've been friends for so long and we did go long whiles without having seen or talked to each other. Like, in the back of my mind, I still knew that he was of my best friends. 
for sure. Without even having spoken or having like talking, like like talked to each other and like so recent, I just like knew the thought of him and like the thought of the friend that he was. And that's exactly yeah, Grace was she's like in my Yale, best friend like, forever. She's in like honestly right now she's on Kenya, but like she goes to Yale and like we're going to college completely separate parts of the country, but like. We're gonna still FaceTime each other. We still yeah. catch up. And like, when you see each other, it's just like you it's never like, right. it's like nothing happened. Yeah, right. Nothing right when you come home from break, like it's like nothing. Like she's like, yeah. Yeah, I see him. I'm like, what's up, fat ass? He's like, what's up, bitch? And then <laughs> yeah. we just like hug each other. I'm like, how you been? And then that's it. Yeah. Exactly. And we get in the car, we freestyle, and we act like it's never been any different. The same thing with my other friends. We see, we don't see each other for a while. We see each other again. It's like we never left. Yeah. We hug each other. We're like, hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? And we're like. But that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's like you need to have that connection. A lot of people don't. It's super things. important. Do you have like a friend that you talk to like every day? I wouldn't say like every or, single like, day. Or like not every single day, but like you know, pretty often. I wish. <laughs> like it goes through phases a lot. Like I like Davy. I would say I talk to him almost every day. That's yeah. That's yours for sure. But like we have a group chat, so we're always constantly talking in there. You know. Oh, I think well, like, they have that too. We meet up once a week. I for sure talk to someone every day from school. Like the fact that I haven't seen him over summer, I talk to him every day. Oh, really? I play video games almost every day. Yeah. Like we have people like I go to and like I talk to. And like if something eventful as fuck happens in my day, like something ridiculous, like the first person I hit up is that person, like Davey or like them or like I just go through on, down this and list. Like, yeah. I'm like texting ever like immediately. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> but, you know. Everything, everything is good. I guess if you have that or if you don't have that, it's something to just be. It's just like something, yeah. So like, but a lot of people just cannot maintain that. They just they don't. They jump through scenarios and they just can't have friends for a very long time. And that's fine. I mean, that's up to you. It's your. But the way I've seen it is, I have to find people that have had friends in their life their whole life. You know, like that have had people that are like like you. Like you've had people that are there like since the very beginning. And there's people that I've tried becoming friends with that have never had someone who jumped from friend to friend and that I expect them to be my forever friend. And it's like, yeah. I don't want to judge them for their past. But at the but same time, pattern, yeah. you have to look at their resume. Like, in a way, like, you have to look at what they've done in their life. And to like, see what they're going to do to you. Or, yeah. like, what they could do to you. Yeah, and it's like, I've seen that, and I'm like, oh, we can change them. I can make them. Like, no, oh, no. Yeah. it doesn't work like that. At the end of the day, like, if I need people that, like, have people in their life that they want forever and that they respect that time is a thing you know like mm-hmm. and like that's it you know and i've i've had that with him i've had that with like so many people like i've already known you for a while too it's like I, like, a year. like a year or two probably two years because i mean i met you freshman year of my college but like i make it long term with everyone i know and like i know at the end of the day like i don't have to talk to you every day for me to talk to you again and then I come back to you and then I talk to you and it's like normal. Like, why are we conversing right now? I guess there's a, there's a fun comparison that I can bring up again just because I was thinking about it when we were talking about making friends online and whatever and having friends in person. Um, with him, I there's many points at which I would caught, like for sure be able to say that I was speaking to him like on the phone more than I ever was with him in person for like a straight month. I could like could easily say that and then even though that's how even even though that's the case (laughs) even though the fact that i met him technically online and eventually met him for the first time in person (coughs) like months afterwards we somehow still connected you know what i mean like i somehow 
have still become like still become really really good friends with this man right over here, Samuel. Samuel, and although you know we're very different people, although the like my friends are notoriously still very different from the kind of friend that Sam is, I feel like I still have been able to connect with him in a different way, which is cool because although it doesn't like connect so specifically, although I didn't meet him in person and have that kind of connection, I still can stare at him straight in the eye and just like imagine like his voice on the call and playing <laughs> the game with him and imagine like his emotion that he claims to not have, but it still has. And so it's, it's just a really, it's a really interesting dynamic, I guess. I, I really like it too. So it's nice. I think it's just those things. It comes down to it. Yeah. You got to have that long-term friend. You got to see them. You got to look at someone's resume before you like talk to them before you like become a forever friend with them. Like, and at the end of the day, people can't change, but like you have to see that change in them. You have to see them become something else. But like, you can't expect too much from someone with a horrible resume. And with Jeez. your friends that are friends, you have to yeah. become open-minded. I like to look at people like not necessarily their resume, but the people they surround themselves with. Because yeah. mm. you're a product of your, your environment. Oh, 100. Like, That's what I'm saying. Your resume yeah. is everything. Your resume is the people you hang out with, your past, but your past also does not define you. But the people you still hang out with, what you're doing currently, what you're still going through how you treat your family is another resume thing yeah how you act in front of like one of the biggest things for me is when i'm with people and i take them to a restaurant how they treat the waiter if they're treating them like the complete like trash like eh, you know like eh, like yeah, i don't know if i can yeah. if they're really saying respectful. thank you please like oh thank you so much well, well like they're a very respectful person they're very like they care about their reputation towards even the slightest stranger you know and like that's the person I want, a person that evaluates himself even when they're alone, technically. Because that's the integrity. That's a situation yeah. where you have so much power over the person that's the waiter. Like you can say whatever the hell you want to them. But you don't because out of respect, out of what you care about, out of how you feel about yourself. And that says a lot about a person. Mm -hmm. But yeah. That's why I wanted you guys on here, because you guys spark so much thought. Very true. You guys actually I feel like I'm the only one that was like interrupting at all. You guys are very good at just I feel like I was the one interrupting. Would you really distribute it? I always interrupt. It's a bad thing, but but with you guys, it was you guys chime in like really well. You chime in perfectly, and you do as well. I'm just, I was just really focused on listening in this one for sure. Yeah, you're a really good listener. You guys are both really good listeners. I need to get better at listening, but I definitely have a podcast just because I have to listen to what the person talks about. Cause I want to get to the next question. Listening is such an intense skill that like people really take for granted, and they don't have. A lot of people don't have don't, it. They don't have the patience to listen yeah. to people. Like, and when you listen to somebody, like you can really like you can really learn like a lot, like way more than you thought, and like not necessarily like okay, yeah, they, you can listen, but if you really listen and like listen to the way they say their words and listen to what. Like how which words are important to them? Like which words are projected more the way they um, bring forth an idea? Like you can really figure out what's important to them and like what's not. You know, like you ask a certain question, like how do you present your answer? You know, if you like listen to the way they say it in a confident way, and it's like wow. Really yeah, my listening skills have gotten extremely better with podcasts. Like I just listen to people. Like what you said right now, just focus on what they emphasize, like what they talk about, and kind of like what they constantly say because mm -hmm. if you listen to people a lot of the times what they say can be underlying like at the end of the day yeah 
like they can be really underlying like it just they can be very like saying i'm sad below their words or saying i really care about my dog below their words or i really care about my family below everything you sure. know because if they're constantly bringing up their mom like you know they're their mama's boy like how i am kind of like or like they're constantly bringing up this you know oh that's important yeah that's yeah. important to them. Yeah. or just that you can tell a lot from what people say even the littlest things and that's what i've really understood is people say a lot more on their little details than they do on their big details mm-hmm. like their little details are way truthful because they're just kind of like giving you a little bit of their true self like just a tad bit just to see how you take it's it it's not like a show and then yeah. if you take it well and you elaborate on it and you go like hey wait you said this little part at the end what does that mean and then like oh he cares about that and then they just say more and i love that I love that. I love it. To be honest, I think that's kind of like why this version of a podcast is so almost like it's almost more natural than any other podcast that you really listen to when it's in like an interrogation or interview. Like when it's a one-on-one interview and like you said, you're focusing more on the other person and there should be speaking like three times more than you. Yeah. Then it becomes like a one-sided thing. But when it's like this group kind of conversation, it's, it's more natural. It's more like we're just talking as friends in a room. And we're being truthful. And we're being truthful. And like we're adding to each other, bouncing ideas and just, you know, Like we don't have time ideas. to be biased about anything. No, we don't have sure time not. to be like skewed on any little thing. We're just straight to the point. What comes out on top of the dome? And then oh, yeah. we just say it and it comes out. And that's why I love it. It's just because I, people are like, oh, you're doing podcasts. I'm like, yeah, but it's like really just a side passion. Like I'm not doing it for anything else other than a side passion. <laughs> Like, oh, it's yeah. just fun to, like, record yourself and, like, you hear it back and, like, yeah. it's just, like, a fun process. To, and like, I'm, I'm listening and I've been changing, like, the way I talk. And you can, like, really, yeah, you can really hear the way. And I'm like, whoa, I'm changing so up. much. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I listen to my past stuff. I'm like, damn, I was a dumbass. <coughs> and then now I'm, like, way more educated. And the things that I said in the... I, Are you this, listening to your unposted ones versus your posted ones? And I listen to the things I say and, like, the one I said <laughs> with Matthew. Trash. The one I say with Matthew and, like... <laughs> The things I say in that, I tie back to the things I said. Like original ones. Original ones. Or like the things I said in Matthew, I say in like the one here. Like things that we brought up, I bring up back here. Well, you you know more. Like you've learned more. Yeah, and I've learned more about it and I know how to say it better. And then yeah. I hear it, I'm like, whoa, whoa, I brought it back up. Or I say like little underlying things where he laughed, like an inside joke that we brought up like yesterday. Or that like Davey brought up or like that other people brought up. And, like, it's just funny because I, like, bring it up and then, then people are like, oh, like, you know. And then when sense. I listen to it, like, when Davey hears it, he's going to laugh and he's going to get why I'm laughing at it or, like, why I said it. And then he's going to be like, uh-huh, that's funny. And then, like, other people are going to be like, oh, yeah. Everyone's going to listen to it and be like, oh, yeah, me and Robin are definitely like that and stuff like that. And I just love that because it's more of a community. It grows it's more with of, you. It grows with you. You know, as you keep growing yeah. Keep improving, like it changes and it just becomes better and better. Exactly, and that's why and I love more it. special because I love the improvement. I love what I'm, where I'm going towards, and everything. And it's a side passion. And go. I'm learning. Like I learned so much today from you, and from you, like every day. Like I learn when you guys talk because you're. Like the thing about social media that was so true. How people are willing to jump from people to people, and then the other thing you like told me about Europe, all that stuff, like how warm it is and all that, like your experience on it, it opens my mind up on how you saw it. Like how you travel with so many family, you know, and like you chiming in on things. Like it just teaches me things, teaches me a perspective, a viewpoint. Oh, I've seen someone with that viewpoint. Oh, I've heard about that before. And it's instead of 
And it does it in a way that I like to do it because I love talking. Instead of me having to read a book. And like write or something. Or write or research it. Like I'm just doing it. I'm I'm just doing it, bro. Look at me. I'm learning right now. Exactly. And that's why I love it. You guys are the best for being on my podcast. Thank you for having us. Yeah. um, You need to spit out your podcast again just because I want to give you a shout out. It's called Therapy and Shit. Therapy and Shit. Follow it. At the um, S H Astridge T. Oh, like if you guys like if you guys liked what we did today. It's... And the end is like N. Like <laughs> we're we're modern. We're hip. Oh, I see. We didn't it's do we didn't do and millennials. Yeah, it's a great and. podcast. It's literally super like this, just like her and her sister. And yeah. Like, well, right now we have like two episodes up, but that's, I mean, there's the more two episodes are super great. There's <laughs> more on the way. Yeah, they're, they're all pre-recorded. We just like got nervous about posting it. <laughs> it's like nerve-wracking like when you like first started yeah but that's i loved it but and that's that mike epstein you can catch him at asu <laughs> you know, i mean i'll be back i'm sure for a one-on-one yeah Maybe for with sure others we'll see i'll definitely do a one-on-one with both of you eventually i'm doing a lot lately i've been trying to up my face but i'm trying to get better at recording it and just showing people so that i can show people what we do and, you know but i love it but longest podcast so far, so we're gonna beat it. We gotta beat it next time. <laughs> saying that's Three one. hours. Bye bye guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.